The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. It probably has given license to people to feel as if they can emulate and copy the kind of behavior and language that comes out of this administration. So uh, all the, the race problems, it's Trump's fault, according to the CEO of Starbucks. Oh, it's uh, it's maybe not all of them, but a lot of it, Chris. A lot of it is is Trump's fault. He's wow. given a license. What with his blah bitty blah, given a license. Essentially, every day he's in office, he's saying uh, it's tremendous if you use racial slurs. It's tremendous if you keep uh, the darkies down. Here's the thing. You still had that license before Trump was elected. What are you talking about? Before Trump was elected, it was nirvana on earth. There was no Uh. racism in the history of the world. None of it. Okay. Okay. You could still be racist before Trump. There was racism. Wow. That's uh, that's shocking you would say such a thing. It's all (laughs) Donald Trump's fault. Everything was tremendous until he came in and started saying, let's talk about brown people. Mm. No. I think that's what he was. No, no that's not it. No, that's so, not it. So they had their sensitivity training yesterday. They had their sensitivity. I want to know if you have learned anything, Chris, if you would be able to work it. Today. Let's see what you got here, okay. buddy. Let's see okay. what you got. All right. Let's say you're behind the counter. I oh. walk into the Starbucks. Go. What do How you say? May Go. I help you, sir. Uh, I need help. Is that what you're saying? Like, I'm not competent because I'm well, whatever. Said, it's not like you can. And you, you, you as a female sheep, do not assume my gender. So that is not going to be. Go, go. Okay. Try it again. Go. Uh, how may I serve you? Uh, how uh, many? How can I uh, be no, a service? Uh, uh, service? Like yeah. military service? What With guns? Mean? The military no. baby killers? Is no. that what you're saying? It's like, how can I serve you? Like, what would you like? Uh, you're going to have to try this again. Think about it. Think about it. Okay, okay. Go, go. What would you like to order? A large black coffee. A large black coffee. Okay. Now, that'll work. Okay. That was an errant buzzer there. Okay, okay. What would okay. I like to order? A large black coffee. Go. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Would you like some room for your cream and sugar? No, that's a fail. That's a fail. You should have corrected me. Why? It's not a black coffee. It's an African-American coffee. I thought we we're not allowed to say that. Like You're allowed to say African-American. You can't say black coffee. Oh. You can say black. It's not but it's black. What does that have to do with anything? Well, because the you bring it up black. race. When you say black, you're bringing up race. No, black is just a color. I don't think so. To, uh, black is a race. African-American uh, is accepted. And here's the thing. Not, people are not really black. You're arguing with me on this thing. Yes. Okay, there is another acceptable term. Okay. You could say a COC. COC. A coffee of, of color. color. <laughs> That's right. It's a cock, a coffee of color. Because that is a COC, cock, coffee of color. I think that's what it is. Either one. Just, you know, I'd say err on the side of caution. Yes. Yes. You Big must time. be sensitive to all race, religion, and gender. Okay? Anybody that comes in, you got to be... Uh, uber sensitive to this stuff have we forgotten this is just coffee 
I'm sorry? Have we forgotten that this is just a coffee place where you get just coffee? coffee. What? Okay, this you can is get this not sort of coffee. This is people, Chris. This is lives on the line every day. No, see. Line, no, lives. No. Danger. Mm, mm, Doc Thompson, no, because you know what is danger? It's mm. like those military people. You know, they're the ones that are out there, you know, fighting for us. That's a What about those cops out there? You yes, know, they, they, yeah, the military is a danger out there killing people. No, That's, they're, they're not out there murdering people. They're not. Just, As they would like to, to tell us they are. They're not. Okay, listen to this. Just know you cannot bring up race, religion, and gender at all. It's unless, just coffee. Unless, of course, you're mocking Jesus, and then you're okay. <laughs> all right, do you feel a little bit better about that now? I do. do. You feel like you got it. Everything's good. We're good to go, right? I do. I do. So they had their uh, meeting yesterday. Do we have any word on how that went? We do not. sensitivity. But. However. Thank you, the listeners that send the pictures of Starbucks still being open after 2.15. Okay. Wow. All right. Was there, there a was, lot of them? Yes. Uh, at the airports, All Starbucks right. were still open. Oh, at the air. Oh, that's right. <gasps> In fact, the mall ones have to be open too, didn't they? Son of a biscuit eater. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, because they kept saying, they didn't say all stores. No, they said 8,000 nationwide yes. or something. Oh, those. <laughs> wow. Think because, about it. Do, do you know why they uh, they were open at the airport and malls? Because they have to? They have to. It's not even, no. I'm sure, a little about the money. Of course. But most of it is, when you sign a mall contract, yeah, the, you're, you're agreeing in your contract, if you open up a little foot massage store, whatever the heck it is, well, that was an odd one to come to. Come no, to my mind like there. The Asian. Is that what it it's is? A yellow fever. If uh, you open up a little foot massage store, Doc's <laughs> House of Erotic Foot Massage. <laughs> wow, it's weird that erotic was thrown in there the second time around. <laughs> Anyways, you open up a little mall. You're agreeing that you have to be open certain hours. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the the mall is a business unto itself. Yes. They rent out the little storefronts. And what would and I had never thought about this, you know, growing up till I knew some people had opened some stores that uh, everyone would have different hours. So you'd be like, well, I'm open at three. I'm open at two. I'm open at uh, nine. And you'd go in there and only half the stores would be open. So they say, no, Pah, the mall opens at nine. Everybody's open at nine. Now, the only addendum I've ever really seen to this, the only addendum, and I don't know how or why they were able to pull it off, and that is the chick fillet. Oh, the Chick-fil-A. The Chick-fil-A. I am not open on Sunday. We will be in the food court the rest of the time. Other than that, see you later. They alligator. might have them pay like a fine or something. Not a fine. I don't want to say fine because that sounds like bad. But they might have to pay more or yeah, something. But, more. Or maybe they just think they're a, a solid customer or something. And, and they know. In maybe multiple malls of theirs. Yeah. And then they know people are going to come for the chicken. Maybe. Chicken too good. That is chicken. The guy's like, listen, we normally mandate that you must be open every day we are open and during the same hours as everybody else but chicken too good yeah 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 it may be like because you know a lot of um companies that own malls will own multiple mm-hmm. malls like oh, yeah. simon malls um and they'll own like 10 of them. Like, all right we're going to be in 10 a year okay it's guaranteed rental space or something like that but that's the only example so yeah if if there are yeah if you're in the airport i, I gotta believe the airport's pretty much the same way I, I, well, yeah, you have to serve those. Imagine a airport. They're bad enough. Imagine that airport not having coffee for all those crazies. Uh, well, it was 2.15, though. It wasn't necessarily morning. True, true. But still. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. I pe- and again, thank you for sending me pictures. I was like, 
wait a minute. They can't take it all. You can't. They can't. That is completely right. You cannot take those so, days off. <laughs> let's recap here. Okay. <laughs> they chose a day that was going to be a low sales day in that it was the day after Memorial Day. Yes. Okay. Check. Number two, they made it after not only the morning rush, the lunch rush. Check. All of that. Okay. Then they didn't even include every store no. because around the globe they were open. They were open mm-hmm. the rest of the world. It was only in America, mm-hmm. nationwide. Check. And not every store of theirs. Yeah. And I could probably tell them, well, that's, that's a, a, a mobile store. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a satellite it's store. It's a satellite store. Okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, good for you, Starbucks. We have um, an interview. Uh, I'm going to play a little clip of a Starbucks CEO, Howard Schultz, on, uh, on this whole thing. And this was uh, yesterday, just okay. prior to them shutting down some of their stores in America. Here it is. Has, has President Trump's rhetoric personally on race exacerbated racism in America? I, I would say on a personal level, it probably has given license to people to feel as if they can emulate and copy the kind of behavior and language that comes out of this administration. Okay, hold it, pause right there. So when he says on a personal level, he means individuals out there. Is that what he means? Probably, On yes. a personal level, yes. people are walking around going, I feel like I can emulate the president. Because he's, um, yes. I'm now just walking around mm-hmm. grabbing people by the hoo-ha. I'm orange today. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you like everything is tremendous. Exactly. <laughs> I would say that... Some of that is probably not inaccurate. You are such a high-profile person when you're president. You know, you're talked about constantly in the media. But there's a couple of existing or extenuating circumstances. Number one, that in today's world with social media, the president doesn't have, in some ways, the power he used to have. George H.W. Bush made an offhanded joke comment that he didn't like broccoli, and broccoli growers suffered tremendously. Broccoli sales dropped like a rock, okay? If President Trump says that, he doesn't like whatever it is, Vienna sausages, uh, the people of Vienna are probably going to suffer tremendously. But for, what, an hour? And then everything just rebounds so quickly, right? And then finally, it's a little outrageous for you, a progressive, Howard Schultz, to talk about the president's actions giving license to things because we now live in a society where unless you are having intercourse, it is not considered sex. Why? Because one of your idolized Democrat progressive candidates, presidents, President Bill Clinton, said it was not sex because it was just oral sex, which is outrageous because it's still in the title. Oral sex isn't sex. What? It's in the title. Crazy. Chocolate donuts are not donuts. It's still in the title. What are you talking about? Donuts. It's right, right. Anyway, didn't that give license to an entire generation? I mean, we've now proven that. Look around, Chris. Chris, in the dating world, (laughs) let's say you're out in the dating world, which you've just come off of because you've got... A uh, fiancé now. A uh, fiancé. Right, a fiancé, and you've been dating. You were married before. You dated around other times. Mm-hmm. Growing up, mm-hmm. um, were people willing to have oral sex? Yes. Intercourse? Yes. Okay. Did they see a distinction between the two? No. So sex was sex? There was just 
free going. Yeah, you Here just it is. go for it. So what we've done is we've taken, because if you ask generation before yours, uh, there was, well, two generations before, it was all like. Secret. You don't do those you, things. And you don't talk about it. Right. Yeah. Well, first of all, <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't do those things. And yes. by that means you do those things. You just don't let people know you do those things. Yeah, you always told me. By this. that means you date the Catholic girls. You just keep your mouth shut. And you always told me this um, so about speak. the TV Where's show. The bell? Wait a minute. Bill, I'm Bell Aaron there. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, the TV show, they, they couldn't sleep on the same bed. Right. Uh, there was, was a different it? standard. Lucy. Lucy. Lucy yes. couldn't even do that. They so, had twin beds, yeah. And they were married on TV. So then you went to oral sex isn't sex. So I'll go ahead and uh, hook you up with a Scooby. Yes. But we're not going to have intercourse. No. Gotcha. And then from there, it went to just, well, whatever, right? I'll give you the other end. I'll give you, well, I'll give you that. That became the thing. That became a thing, yes. And you don't think any of that had to do with Bill Clinton's comments? Of course. Go back. The sexual revolution of the 60s. These things are constantly changing in what controls it. What else aside from president? The media. Culture. Movies. Culture. Uh, who controls that? Leftists. Progressives. So, to say the president uh, gives a license to some of this stuff, mm. okay, I'll give you a little bit of mm-hmm. that is likely true. But Trump is not the first, and he won't be the last. And how dare you point the finger of this when there's so many other things that are being changed for the worse, even by candidates and presidents you like. A little more from Howard Schultz. But having said that, the racial divide and the uh, inequities that exist Mm -hmm. between people of color uh, and Caucasians in America is a problem that has existed for quite some time. And I think... We have to ask ourselves a very important question, and that is, what, what kind of country do we want to live in? And from my perspective, we want to live in a country in which we love and respect every American. Okay, and- hold it, hold it. couple things wrong here now. You want to love and respect every American, except people who love Jesus, except uh, white Christian men, except yes. your employees who think they're making a good decision based on who should be using the restroom or not, mm-hmm. except entrepreneurs, except other people who are trying to make a lot of money, Howard Schultz, right? Once again, here is a, an old white rich guy who's preaching to everybody else. But he's cool, though. He's part of the club. That's part of the club, right? We give him a pass on <laughs> the stuff. It's like Bernie Sanders, right? Yes. The old, rich, white socialist. The one that they keep saying that is keeping America down. Right. And if you really believe, if you really want everybody to love one another, uh, why don't you stop with the, we can't put Christmas on cups and all of that divide. Why can't, uh, why can't you stop that nonsense? Why can't you stop challenging President Trump and people who support Trump? He should be out there right now saying, although I think Trump is wrong on some things and maybe he's changed and changes the, his dialect, his uh, rhetoric, uh, his terminology, whatever. The people that like President Trump, I recognize why they do, because they have felt marginalized for eight years under Obama because our because of our progressivism, because of things we support. He's not saying that. What about those people? What about anybody that was not in the club with Obama, with progressivism, the Democrats and whatever? They don't feel marginalized. They're not segregated or separated. They, they weren't vilified. How many times did President Obama bring up Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity, Fox News, and all of these? You're not want to love everybody. You want to love some people that are in the club on your terms, and that makes you a hypocrite. But even if you think that racism has been around for a long time and still exists, and people of color, the POCs, yeah, if they have been marginalized 
and don't do as well and still today do not. And you want to change that. Do you think really that what you're doing as a company and what you're saying right now is going to help that? You know how I know it won't? Because we're discussing it this morning and we're mocking you. So you're really adding to the problem, albeit in a slightly different way from President Trump. I mean, the problem that he laid out that you know claims Trump is a problem. Trump is just, he's ginning up a divide and giving a pass. Okay, you can say, oh, we want to love everybody. But that's not the entirety of your story and message. The rest of your message is one of separation. They're not even smart enough to get it. Your comments, Howard Schultz, are not bringing people together. You may come about it from a different way, use different words, but the message is still the same. We want equality by separating people and making them unequal. That's really what you're saying. If you really want this stuff to go away, are you ready? Here it is. You ready? And you really want people to be equal. Treat people equal. What? There it is. The golden rule? The, no, yeah, a, yeah. No, that is. Treat that people is, as you yeah. want to be treated. It's a little bit of... Just be. Mm. Treat people equally. You do that in your company, in your personal life. I mean, listen, people on the right, they're not out there. Let's keep the brown people down. No. As much as they want to believe that on the left, the progressives, it's not what's happening. Make it go away. Do not use uh, two wrongs to ju- or two, uh, two wrongs to try to justify some sort of right. It doesn't. Well, it's okay if we segregate and treat white people differently and wrongly because we're trying to be equal. No, doesn't happen. Treat people equally. Done. Treat people well. You want to love everybody? We just want to live in a world where everybody in America is loved. Great. Then love everybody and move on. It's not sugar-coated, it's not fluff, it's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Thompson. Wait, where where are all the where are all the riots and protests? What do you mean? I mean, we've seen some protests from like that hog kid and some of the anti and the march or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you remember during the campaign, there were some violent protests back and forth, left versus right, during campaign rallies. Oh yeah, like the punching and the people in the face. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. of course, it was all as far as the left was concerned, Trump's fault. Yes. Whatever. Some of it was people who supported Trump's fault. Some mm-hmm. of it was some people who supported Hillary, the left's fault. Antifa, right? Mm-hmm. You had those. There were some... Re- Remember the ones out west at Berkeley? Yeah. Smashing the windows? There were a lot of those. In Portland, there were huge the in Portland, Portland, there were a bunch of those. Where, where are they? Where have they been? <laughs> they gave up? No, I mean, it's, I'm serious. I'm right. Did they, yeah. Did they give okay, up? Okay, uh, you had Charlottesville with the statues. Coming down. Remember the statues were coming down. Then you had the the different protests, and you had the races. Then you had the thing in Charlottesville where the guy ran the people over. Okay, you had some of that. 
what's happened to all that? Hmm. All that's from- gone. I, I'm not saying I want it. I'm just curious. It seems weird that that's. This, is it just that it wasn't summer anymore? You okay, know, yeah, it got cold they, out, and they did do a lot of things during the summer. Because I remember you calling it like the summer of summer chaos. chaos. It really was, yeah. So there was a uh, okay. We're here at the meeting of Antifa. We got a bunch of things going on. Do we need um, the minutes, or do we just get right to it? Um, no, I think we just get right to it. We're all okay. set. We got lots of amazing, violent protests. Oh, okay. okay, lots of it. Protests, 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 protests. Lot mic check. We got lots of violent protests. But I'm really doing this wrong. Yeah, lots of violent protests. I don't know, do you? <laughs> lots of violent protests. Uh, lots of ways people are going to be injured. Of course, we'll try to blame it on the right. We got amazing things coming up. Lots of them. Yes, yes. Do you ever um, get their hoodies? But uh, we're not going to get to them until next summer because it's getting cold out. Oh. So I guess I'll see you guys in the spring. <laughs> Is that it? The mass email goes out around March or April. They get ready for spring training. It's like baseball, right? Okay, this meeting is just make sure everyone's all set because some of you put on some weight over the winter. So want to yeah. make sure you're up to clubbing uh, Christians in the street. Pete, I'm looking you know, at you, I'm buddy. looking at you, buddy. You know? Uh, so just make sure you're all ready for it. We'll, uh, we'll do some warm-up protests where we're not quite as violent. We'll just mash a couple things here and there. But then... Cars. As soon as it heats up, as we get into June, we're back in full circuit, man. And uh, we just stay that way right to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> get your tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens is waiting for you at BrickhouseDoc.com. If you haven't ordered them, do so immediately. What a simple and wonderful thing you can do to just live better and be healthier. It's not uber expensive either. It comes, it's, what Field of Greens is vegetables that come in basically powdered form. It's not some sort of extract or, um, you know, they take pieces, certain nutrients out of it. It's actually pretty much just powdered vegetables. And they're prebiotic, they're probiotic, you get all the antioxidant properties, all the good stuff, the vitamins that are in vegetables, but you don't actually have to eat the vegetables. Now, this is good for a couple different groups of people. It's good for the I don't like vegetables people. There are some people that just hate vegetables, and that's cool. We all like and dislike different things. But you're not eating healthy. Where are you getting those nutrients? You're taking some sort of supplement or something? Mm. Eat the vegetables, just eat them in a different form. And that's the powdered form that is Field of Greens. All you do is take a scoop, mix it with eight ounces of water, stir it up, drink it down. You're good to go. Each scoop gives you a full serving of vegetables. Mm-hmm. How many do you need those of those a day? Two. No, no. How many full servings of vegetables a do you lot. need a day? Yeah, I think it's more than two. Isn't it like three, four servings now? Probably. I'm so used to them. They just, they, well, you they, had the food pyramid, then you had the food plate. And the lunch tray. The lunch tray. And then I think we're working on another one now. We are so working on another one. I know one, it's yes. a lot of them. I know it's at least two, three. And you know what? You have extra vegetables. It's not going to be all that bad for you. No. It's going to be good for you. No. Yes. So keep these Field of G- uh, Greens jar, the powder, at, at work. work. Keep one at home. If you're if you're traveling, easy to do on the road oh, to make yeah. sure you're eating healthy. And by the way, the kids don't like vegetables. Easy thing for them to do to get to eat your vegetables yeah. right there. Put them on their milk. You know what I just wondered? I wonder, can you mix these with things? Like on food? Yeah. Oh, that'd be Sprinkled? interesting. That'd be interesting. I've not asked them. Maybe this is a fail. Yeah. But I wonder if you could just mix it in certain things. Because last time we tried the milk, I tried the milk at work. You just turn your milk, milk a little weird. green. Yeah. 
So I wonder if you could uh, if you could put it in there and you do uh, you know, sprinkle a little on pasta, mac and cheese. I don't know, just a thought. We'll ask Pat, uh, Chef yeah. Patrick, who's in later today. Just go to BrickHouseDoc.com. BrickHouseDoc.com. You're going to want to use that promo code DOC. Yes. Use the promo code DOC and you're going to get a massive discount off your uh, your order. Is that a three-month supply? No, that's just a one-month supply. Is it supply. a one-month supply? At uh, BrickHouseDoc.com. BrickHouseDoc.com. Yeah. Yeah, I get uh, Chef Patrick coming up uh, about an hour from right now. We're diving into some really cool stuff. Get a recap on uh, the NRA when we were there and some interesting things we saw. And then uh, also got to get to the Roseanne Bar thing. Who? Roseanne. Oh, Roseanne. Ooh. Yeah, the show Roseanne. Yeah. Boy, she was back, baby. Oh. She was back. She, she was, was like- gone. She had uh, almost like a hermit, and she was back. Up, oh, she's gone again. She goes, hold my beer. Hold my beer. I got up, and I'm gone again. I'm done. It's really an interesting story. <laughs> the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson. A little rough there. So, Roseanne Barr. She's back. They released Roseanne. I didn't even watch it because I thought it was a horrible show back in the day. I liked the back then in day one. The the first, when it first came out, it was okay. Okay. I mean, it was uber popular, so I guess I was the idiot there. Most people liked it, or a lot of people certainly supported it. She was the non-traditional sitcom actress you know you had you had uh waves over the years of actresses who were first of all glamorous Mm -hmm. oh yeah glamorous actress even sitcoms even i mean lucille ball when she played lucy she was still fairly glamorous i mean she did some silly things and at times was not and she did put her in burlap or eating all the chocolates or stomping (laughs) grapes but she was still glamorous. She was a starlet. And then you had um, even like the Brady Bunch. You carries like this. They were still attractive moms and whatever. And she was the, I'm telling it like it really is. I'm yeah. the mom who's at home with the kids. and The typical mom. Right. It was, and it was kind of a movement. And she was kind of funny about it. And then it just became, this is trashy America. Trashy America. That's, that's you know, what it was like. And it just wasn't funny. At least I didn't think it was. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. So they brought it back. I was like, this is not for me. I like the idea that she was the Trump supporter because here's a mainstream show and somebody telling the story of some of those people, people that support Trump. Not that I'm a huge Trump supporter, but he's done a pretty good job. It was just different. So I was like, okay, good. So at the height of her newfound success... Because they dropped an entire season, right? And she got picked up for season two. All set. She's back, baby. She tweets out. It's just odd. Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ, meaning Valerie Jarrett, because she was responding to something about Valerie Jarrett. In other words, she's saying Valerie Jarrett looks like the product of the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes having a baby. Is that a problem? Uh, 
a little. It was for Roseanne. Yes. Because within minutes, her show was dropped by ABC. Yes. That was uh, the 29th at 2.45 a.m. Within Seriously, it was no more than hours. They had made the final decision and Roseanne was out. They announced it. It was done. Channing Dungy, president of ABC Entertainment, said Roseanne's Twitter statement is ab- uh, abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and we have decided to cancel her show. Really? It's abhorrent, repugnant? And inconsistent with ABC's values. Um, what are ABC's values? Making money, hopefully. Making TV shows. No, it's not even that. I mean, that may be in there somewhere. ABC, like a lot of media, is progressive in what they're doing. So maybe it isn't in line with their values. But guess what? ABC isn't in line with my values. Roseanne isn't in line with my values. Roseanne is a socialist. She's a communist. Roseanne is an anarchist. She is crazy. Yeah, she is. I say anarchist. She she thrives and wants chaos. She wants anarchy to bring about big government control. That's who she is. She supports socialism. She's not conservative. She's not a libertarian. And she found some things in Trump she likes. She also liked some things about Obama in the early days. That she bailed on him and ran for president as one of those crazy leftist third party third parties. I say that as a opposed to the consistent leftist crazy third party and Democrats. So ABC cancels the show. ABC, you're not... Uh, first of all, you're canceling it because it's abhorrent and repugnant. Yes. The Your stance on Christians and people on the right has been acceptable over the years, mm. so you moralizing ABC is a big fail. But then there's another fail. What did Roseanne say in her tweet that was so troubling? She said, basically, to sum it up, Valerie Jarrett looks like the product of the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes having a baby. Muslim Brotherhood having a baby. So she looks like she's from the Muslim Islams, the Muslim. Okay. And Planet of the Apes, meaning... Simeon, Mm. apes, monkeys, is that what you're going for? Mm -hmm. You're going for the old joke of certain people look Look Simeon or look -hmm. look like monkeys? That's um, Why is that a problem? Hmm? Why is it a problem if somebody makes a joke that is even more obvious? This black person, brown person, whatever, looks like a monkey. How did we get here? Because we're hypersensitive. Why is that so troubling? Because you've given it that power. Time and place and intent. The setting and intent of jokes. I had this discussion off the air with Sarah Gonzalez yesterday. And I said, Sarah, let's say one of your siblings, parents, somebody close to you dies. And I go to the funeral to show support. I don't know them real well, but I'm supporting you. I'm not going to roll up there and start doing shtick. Because generally speaking... That's not going to be cool at a funeral. Time and place. It's the setting. Time and place, right? Now, intent, I would hope Sarah would know that if I did do that, I was like, oh, my intent was not to hurt her, blah, blah, blah. I just made a mistake. And there's the sum. That's where we're at. So sensitive about some things 
and other things we're fine about. It's just the way the winds blow right now. My dad's funeral? Yeah, there were time. We were doing some shtick. There were some joke jokes. That was an appropriate time and place, knowing the family, knowing my father. And your father appreciated it. He would absolutely appreciate it. That's what it was. The whole time wasn't, but part of it was. Yeah. Time and place, the setting and the intent. You wouldn't expect to go to a comedy show. Have a few belts and have the person start telling you sad stories about their dog getting cancer. Mm. That it got cancer. The dog saved my life three times and the children are so... How'd you like that for an hour? You're like, excuse me, you came here for the yuck yucks. Make with the comedy, right? I need to laugh. The setting and intent. I have defended people saying the most outrageous things and us saying and pushing the envelope about things. And I'm going to Roseanne here. Was it funny what she said? No. It wasn't funny. It's not funny. Okay, maybe a little funny. But not really <laughs> all that funny. It's an old stereotype. Yes. Um, so, not all that funny. Was it a clever observation? No, not no, really. No, not, not clever, no. Okay. Was it intended to hurt anybody? So is Twitter the appropriate place for a joke? Sure. Of course. From a comedian or somebody who yeah. calls himself? Sure. So this, the setting was okay. Um, it wasn't immediately after something or somebody at my dad just died and Roseanne's putting something. No. Okay. So the setting was fine. The intent. Do you really think Roseanne was there going, let's see if I can hurt Valerie Jarrett? Let's see if I can make Valerie Jarrett, if I can trigger her where she goes home and feels like killing herself. Let's see if I can hurt black people, Muslims. Maybe she was. She's, I don't think she's all that supportive of Muslims, maybe that. But I don't think this was a well thought out, let's try to injure people. I think Roseanne thought on some level she was being funny. Yes, a little satirical. Didn't land right, wasn't appropriate, Mm-mm. some people didn't get it. Okay, fine, move on. It's a joke that didn't work. Yesterday on the News and Why It Matters, Glenn shared a tweet that he had shared about um, where he said he can't believe it, but he actually agreed, at least partially, on something Van Jones tweeted out. Yeah. That over the past three whatever years, Van said, we've been in a moral freefall, I yes, think it was. Yes, moral freefall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. We have that we've been in a moral freefall, but not just for three years. No, it goes back to that. Actually, what we just talked about Starbucks. It goes back to Starbucks <laughs> and whatever. Keep going back. Well, so you're telling me we weren't in a moral freefall under Obama. <laughs> okay, great. Let's define morals. All right. Well, you have to go back further. Uh, George uh, W. Bush. Yeah. Well, Bill Clinton, we weren't. So you could keep going back at times. Um morality not uh, in favor right now okay fine but stop playing the left and right game about it and blaming only certain people Mm -hmm. and by the way is this a moral freefall roseanne attempting to make a joke some of this is people being hypersensitive about a joke that really just wasn't funny. An old joke. An old joke. Recycled joke. Move on. Yes. By the way, George W. Bush the guy looked like a monkey. He didn't just look like a monkey. He looked like the little monkey, the wind-up one with the symbols. With the symbols, ching, yeah. ching, 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 ching. Yes, he did. Now, 
I am not going to get any backlash from that. No, you're not. There's even people who supported George W. Bush that loved him would be like, okay, whatever. If I were to say the same thing about Obama or anybody else, black, person of color, Valerie Jarrett, whatever, done. Can't say those things. Because we've given power to that, please. Lots of human beings at times, regardless of race, look like a monkey at times. George W. Bush, perfect example of that. You love the cute little wind-up one with the symbols. Ding, 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 ding. Now, of course, all day today, everybody's going to continue to melt down about this nonsensical, pointless story. And I say nonsensical not only because it was just a failure of time and place and comedy on Roseanne's part and ABC ginning up all of this racial divide because it gives them power and it gives Valerie Jarrett power and everybody else on the left. But it is also ridiculous and pointless when you consider the fact that today, while everybody's melting down about this, while everybody's going crazy, there's going to be somewhere between 20 and 100 veterans who kill themselves. There's going to be dozens and dozens of other people who kill themselves that weren't veterans. There's going to be people starving around the globe. There are going to be children who are sold into slavery, who are stolen, shipped around the globe, sex trafficking, human trafficking, people ODing. There's going to be people that make bad choices across the board. There's going to be people who are murdered. There are going to be people who just sit alone in their house that need help. All of these bad things. There are people sneaking across the border aiming to do harm Uh, To all Americans, there are people sneaking across the border who belong to gangs who are coming here because they want to take what you have and will eventually commit some sort of violent crime. Go down the list of things we could and should be concerned about. And instead, ABC, Valerie Jarrett, MSNBC, because they've been hammering this overnight. The Democrat Party, the usual suspects on the left in media will continue to fan the flames of segregation and separation and racial divide because it gives them power. And at the heart of what they claim to be doing is caring Loving people, rejecting hate, when all they're doing is ginning up more hate. If they were to stop today and say, hmm, maybe we give Roseanne a little bit of a pass. Maybe she made a mistake and we say, eh, people deserve second chances. We'll just move on here, Roseanne. Maybe we won't have to get our pound of flesh because we didn't agree with her political candidate. Maybe that. Valerie Jarrett last night was on MSNBC. Of course she was. Valerie Jarrett had the opportunity to say, you know what? Roseanne either made a mistake, in which case maybe as people on the left who claim to care about people and want diversity of thought and idea, whatever, we just give Roseanne a pass and hopefully she understands that what she said hurts some people. Or she could have said, Roseanne may be a racist and I hope she learns better. That is not what she said. I think we have to turn it into a teaching moment. 
I'm fine. I'm worried about all the people out there who don't have a circle of friends and followers who come right to their defense. The person who's walking down the street minding their own business and they see somebody cling to their purse or want to cross the street. Or every black parent I know who has a boy who has to sit down and have a conversation, the talk, as we call it. And those, as you say, those ordinary um, examples of racism that happen every single day. And I think that's why I'm so glad to be here this evening talking with all of you. So what did she do? Throw some more racial separation divide logs on the fire. Throw them out there. Why? To benefit you. People who look like you, your community, because it's power to benefit Democrats, to get people elected this fall. That's all that's going on here once again. And I'm tired of people lying to me about this stuff. You're not interested in love, telling the truth or bettering America. It's carve up a little bit more for yourself while claiming you're trying to care about all. Valerie's going to be fine. I'm fine with this. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I just worry about everybody else. Please. Valerie Jarrett went to sleep last night, sitting on the edge of bed. She's winding her old lady alarm clock and going, what about all the people that are going to hurt because of what Roseanne tweeted? I worry about them. No, she sat in her friggin' mansion saying, I got a little bit more today. That's all it was. You friggin' hypocrite. I have so had enough of people feigning that they're interested in helping people, feigning outrage because some people are hurting other people when they're doing the same damn thing. I've so had it with this nonsense. You know, what about people who clutch their purse when a young black man is across the street? I don't care. I don't care if you clutch your purse or lock your door when I walk down the street. Doesn't affect me at all. That's on you. I know I'm not going to rob you unless it's something really good like food. I know I'm not going to do that, so be afraid. I hope you're not, but that's all on you because I'm not doing anything. By the way, the conversation that every black parent had, I've had that with my 16-year-old son. <sighs> Such a Listen, lie. the cops pull you over. He just started driving. 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock on the wheel, baby. That's what I do. Don't make any motion. I've told him this, not because police are bad people. He's a white kid, not because of race. Why? Because people misunderstand in heated situations and cops have to protect themselves as well. You know, another conversation I've had, you can't use the N-word. You can't call black people uh, monkeys. You can't do any comparison there. Why? Can't make any reference to watermelon or chicken or any other stereotype. Why? Because it'll follow you around and you'll never get a job. I have to have similar conversations plus the race conversation with my son. So step down off a soapbox. Dry up all of the the crocodile tears. Come down off the cross and stop pretending life is so much worse for you. You know, there were and have been throughout history topics that were off limits at times. We mentioned Lucy. Back in the day, you could say whatever you wanted about race. Couldn't mention sex at all. Then we got to a point, couldn't mention race, but you could mention sex all over the place. But those were general topics. Now we've moved beyond that. And you could say all kinds of things. There are still certain things you can't say, but it's not topics. It's certain things, certain groups you can no longer discuss. You can mention race. You can mention sex. You just can't talk about certain groups and their race. Brown people, women, people of color, minorities, 
black people, non-Christians, you can throw all of them in his group and you can't say a thing about them. White Christian men have at it. Abuse them all you want. That is the one area of comedy that is still perfectly acceptable. That's almost exclusively people on the right, middle America, white Christian men. You can say and do whatever you want. Anybody else? Well, that's like showing Lucy pregnant on TV. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, we get some tweets coming up in just a moment. Uh, I got to share with you uh, one other little bit of fallout from the Roseanne tweet. Wanda Sykes, who had been, I guess, a consultant and a writer on this new series yes. that Roseanne, the new modern Roseanne. season of Roseanne. Um, has said she's out, she's quit, she's not going to be involved yes, anymore. Yes, she goes, I will not be returning to Roseanne on ABC. Because of the tweet. She's because, apparently yep. offended and bothered mm-hmm. by this or whatever. Interesting, because uh, Wanda Sykes has uh, said similar things, I think. Hmm. I believe that Donald Trump won. I couldn't believe that we have elected an orangutan from the country. I couldn't believe it. So uh, she called President Trump an orangutan. Yeah. But she's not the only one that's done that before. That's okay, though, because President Trump is racist. I yes. mean, is, uh, is white. white. So you can be as racist as you want. Yes. Interesting. Or orange. We don't know what race he is, but he's not black. black. Ooh, I mean, person of color. <sighs> he really is kind of a person of color, now that I think about it. Maybe we should orange? be more offended. Uh, Santa Fe High School, where there was the shooting and mass murder recently. Did you see the picture when they went to the game? This was late last week. To show you how hypersensitive people are, Game 5 of the Rockets Western Conference Finals, they invited the Santa Fe High School seniors and first responders to the game. Mm -hmm. And before the game, they held a moment of silence for the victims. The NBA shared a picture of all the students or a bunch of them standing around holding hands during this moment of silence. And one of the girls in the photo was standing alone, off from the others, and she happens to be black. Her name is Nicole Janice. Obvious racism. Mm-hmm. They're all holding hands. Look at her. Not part of the club. She does, they do not want to hold the black girl's People hand. melted down online. Nicole came out and said, knock it off. She's like, that's not true. The mom came out The too. mom too, and we're blasting, trying to set the record straight. Janice, uh, Nicole Janice said, it's very disappointing that people are going to make a race issue out of a picture with nine grieving girls in it. I grieve in my own different way. I don't like to be touched. When we had a moment of silence, I didn't want to grab anyone's hand because I didn't want to break down before we sang the national anthem. So good for her. And, Doc Thompson, they cropped the picture. The original picture showed the black girls and two other girls that did not want to be holding hands. Right. But what they did, they cropped the picture to show, look at the little black girl. Nobody's holding her hand. But if you literally go back and look at the real picture, that it's a group of girls, yes. The last girls are holding their hand, but the black girl is not. Neither are the other two other white girls. They just do not want to be touched. Unbelievable. 
You gotta be kidding me. You what what do you hope to if you really are trying to help and you want love and whatever, how is this helping? It's not. Hey, go to tackpack.com and get your tack pack. You've got two days left. Two days. T A C P A C K dot com. Tack pack is in tactical, pack is in package, tackpack.com. Uh, every month they'll send you, if you go ahead and sign up for forty nine ninety five, a box in the mail that is tactical gear and things. Primarily do a shooting, but they'll do some other tactical stuff as yeah. well. Pro Second Amendment. <clears throat> Pro Second Amendment, but also they include a nice tactical knife. knife. That was awesome. Gloves, knife, but your gloves. The gloves. It's a again forty nine ninety five every month. You can cancel at any time, and that's the beauty of it. But every month the package is worth a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. This month, the next two days, you order now. It's worth $205. July is shaping up to be a good month as well. Makes a great Father's Day gift. Maybe sign a dad up for it. And they have some other grab bag type stuff at their website as well. Just sign up today at TACPAC.com. Two days left. If you've been wanting it, you're going to miss out unless you order today. TACPAC. Believe it or not, you are actually being informed. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Get your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. If deemed worthy, your tweet will be shared. Deemed worthy by Oh, hello. By who? Hello. Me. You're gonna take credit? I'll take responsibility? credit responsibility. I'll take full I responsibility. Just blame Mordecai for it. Yeah, but he's been failing lately. So <gasps> So many fails with this guy. Do you hear his promos? Horrible. Horrible. So hmm. many. Yep. Okay, whatever. Anyways, get your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Are you guys scruffy tweeting out what I learned today? Went to Starbucks this morning, ordered a large dark roast, two shots of espresso, and extra cream. Lady read back to me, diversity roast uh, with white privilege and double shot of woke. <laughs> By the way, that's uh, my iced coffee from American Pride Roasters. Mm. You want great coffee and you don't want to deal with any of the nonsense, you pick companies like American Pride. American Pride Roasters love their coffee. Uh, you got... Keystone picks in. I tried everything to get rid of pet odor and stains in my home, except getting rid of the pets. Hashtag Genesis nine fifty. So you're just reading a bunch of those now. Well, he. It's I in appreciate that. that. No, it's fine. They're a client. I just wasn't going to go there. Why would well, you the time not go for Genesis? There? It's not time for Genesis nine fifty. Listen, if you're tired of all the nonsense that you talked about last hour about race and that, it's really important that you make good decisions with your money. Oh, you don't yes. have to boycott any of that nonsense. You don't have to do that. You don't have to flop around like a fish on the dirty floor of a grocery store to make a point. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You can simply say, I'm going to support companies that like the things that I do. Help out those companies. They do better in the world. You're going to do better in the world. And there's no better company out there as an example than Patriot Mobile because they actually put their money where their mouth is. So not only are you supporting good conservative people, people who support freedom and free markets in Patriot Mobile – they actually take some of their monies and put it to 
candidates and causes and groups and organizations that you would support as well, like the NRA. If you go to their website, patriotmobile.com slash doc, you can see some of the groups they work with and you can direct as part of their little profits, part of the cost of doing business, that some of that money, the money that you give them goes to, now nah, I'd rather go to the NRA than this one over here. Nope, I'd rather go to the Family Research Council or whoever it is. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash doc and find out. Now that by itself should encourage you to sign up for an oh, account. Oh, yes, it should. But you should also sign up because it's likely going to save you money. They have great deals on data packages. You can get it a Galaxy uh, uh, 5S mm-hmm. right now for just a penny a month. And they have amazing coverage. Don't worry about the coverage. Customer service. you have any questions, call them up. Their customer service is great. PatriotMobile.com slash doc or 800-A-PATRIOT. That's, customer, that's uh, the PatriotMobile.com slash doc or 800-A-PATRIOT. All right, else going on in the news today? You got some uh, North Korean officials that are in the U.S. this morning trying to work with Mike Pompeo on setting up their official summit. It looks like it's back on, whatever it was that canceled means. Somehow, canceled somehow, back on. It seems to me I'm like so that's confused. probably part of the dance they're doing. Yeah, you know, as far as Trump playing hardball, Kim Jong Un seems to be playing nice right now. But mm. can we actually trust him? I um, would say no. No. But let's find out from Dr. Matt Spaulding, Associate uh, Vice President at Hillsdale College. Dr. Spaulding, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? Doing well. Can we trust Kim Jong-un? <laughs> Probably not. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we've, we've, we've tried everything else, and I think that this is a different approach. And I'm willing to give it a, give it a shot. I mean, we've, we've you know, uh, Democrats and Republicans in the past have had all these long negotiations, letting the North Koreans do whatever they want. They back out of things. Uh, Trump is doing something different, I think. This is, you, you got to think of the art of the deal, right? He's a businessman. He uh, pushed this, jumped on it right at the beginning. We all thought mm-hmm. it was a bad idea. Uh, and then he pulled out because he thought he was getting uh, a sham deal here. Uh, they came back to the table. So, you know, given the way this is playing out, this could actually get somewhere in a, in, in a way that I think Republicans and Democrats have it in the past before. Let's try it with a serious dose of skepticism. See, I'm with you on this. I, I, I think diplomacy is always a good idea. You should always talk when you can. I mean, um, the left would try to claim that quite often as their exclusive domain and paint people like me and you or anybody on the right as, ah, you just want to go in with guns and blood. No, fine, talk. My only question, like you said, is this something, um, is he capable, is North Korea of actually right, capable right. Of, of changing? Well, so I, I think that what, uh, what the president did is he looked at the scenarios out there, his alternatives. You're just alluding to this, right? Uh, look, he's made a strategic decision. We need to prevent North Korea from having an active nuclear program that threatens us. Uh, what are our options? Well, one option is let them do it and then try to deter them, treat them like the Soviet Union for you know, trying to have diplomacy and negotiations ad nauseum. Or we can take them out. Those aren't very attractive alternatives. What's the third alternative? Mm -hmm. Well, the third alternative is aggressive negotiation. What's the difference? He's putting something different on the table, which is if you give up all your nuclear weapons, uh, you can change in a way that will not destroy your regime. We're not going to take you out, but uh, you can have a stronger economy. You can become like South Korea or Japan. Uh, that's a very attractive, much bigger deal to the North Koreans than I think was previously on the table. 
And I think they're thinking about that because that's very attractive because they probably could not sustain a serious nuclear program that is truly a threat if the United States starts looking their way. And, oh, by the way, we know from the recent defense budget, the president has put in the largest amount of money for missile defense in its history. He's ramped that back up, which means if you have a strong missile defense program, he's buying some time to get that. That threat goes away, potentially, from the North Koreans' point of view. Hmm, this might look like a pretty good deal to them. Yeah, I got to believe it. You're right. I think it's art of the deal. President Trump, to his credit, is a negotiator. I think that's a good thing. I got to believe if you could sit down with Kim Jong-un, I mean, there's a little craziness there, sure. But if you sit down and you (laughs) go... Probably more than a little. (laughs) Yeah, probably a lot. But if you sit down and go, dude, listen, (laughs) let's play out the scenarios here. Seriously, let's just put it on the table. Scenario A, we get into some sort of battle. You know what? You're going to hurt us. You are going to, if you really have those missiles that are capable of reaching the U.S., obviously you could do it with South Korea, one of our, you know, partners or Japan, you're going to hurt us and it's going to be bad. Maybe even millions die, but you're going to be gone completely. You're going to be gone. Your regime is going to be completely destroyed. Everything gone. The entire country if we wanted. So yeah, you'll, so it's going to be moot, right? Okay. So where do we go from here, right? I mean, if you they, they they cannot be stupid on top of being crazy. Well, if on top of that, I mean, he's 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 a crazy man, so which means deterrence in the long run won't work. By the way, you need carrotude with the stick, right? Um, but what does he want more than anything else? Like his father, like his generation before him, he wants to be in control of that country forever and future generations. What would assure that that from his point of view? If he turned North Korea into a vibrant country that could actually survive and feed its people and have industries and rebuild, let's say he follows the Chinese model, so be it. Uh, That's better than the North Korean model. Yeah. Uh, And if you start doing that, think of Cuba opening its doors and an economy getting in there. That's going to start taking off. Talk about starting from from square one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's nowhere but up. Once that gets going, I think uh, over time, the North Korean model will lose control and you'll start uh, shifting this towards something much more acceptable to the West. But at the very least, it's not a threat in the way it was and it is now. I, I think if this works, it actually is quite, quite a strategic play. Uh, big move, similar to the one in the 1980s that Reagan made with the Soviet Union. Mm. He got to the point where detente had been it was not going the right way. The alternatives weren't attractive. He did not want a war with the Soviet Union. The Warsaw Pact and the NATO were, were on the line with each other. He wanted to change the table. So what did he introduce? He introduced the Strategic Defense Initiative, something that changed the equation, which ultimately, eventually, what? Led to the downfall of the Soviet Union. Right? He changed that equation in a way that uh, led to their decline. North Korea doesn't want that. They also don't want Libya. They don't want to be destroyed. Um, how about this other alternative? I, I, I think it actually is a, is a pretty smart strategic move. I think you, you're right. It could be in that situation or this situation. You mentioned um, you know, the end of the Cold War in the 80s. It's about timing then, right? They've got to be in the right position to say, okay, things aren't working out. And you have the right meeting, right? I mean, timing really plays into this. No, that's right. And you, and you recall in the 80s, you know, Reagan was personally involved. 
and, yeah. and the Soviet Union, the, the, the Soviet leaders. The problem, of course, is the Soviet leaders kept dying on him, if you recall. In the <laughs> that's 80s. right. That's right. And drop uh, off so, and Chernenko so, and Brezhnev before that. We were all nervous. Trump jumped on this meeting. Oh, my, you know, what is he doing? He's going to go over this meeting. It's not been pre- prepared by diplomats for 10 years. That was actually, I think, in his, his part, a great move looking back. He's now in control of that situation. He backed off. They jumped back in. Uh, this is really kind of how diplomacy in, in the hard-knuckle New York real estate sense is working, I think. Uh, you know, where does it go? Do we trust this guy? Does the whole thing blow up again? No pun intended. Right. Uh, very, very could well. I mean, we, we know the history of North Korea. This is what they do, but he's now got a carrot there, which has not been there before. What if I could be the leader, the dear leader, who turns North Korea into a vibrant, strong country with big economy and, and industry uh, and can feed its people and be militarily strong? But I don't, I, all I do have to do is give up these nukes, which really technologically we can't do anyway because the, the, the Chinese are starting to cut us off. Uh, the um, uh, embargo is starting to work, mm. and those Americans are building a missile defense. Even if he's crazy and he's looking at it in a very Machiavellian, self-interested way, that's not a that's not a bad mm. scenario. That could be actually be a very good scenario for him and his his staying in power. So, really, then, for anybody who wants North Korea to not be a threat long term. Um, and then anybody who wants to help the people of North Korea that are really imprisoned under that regime, this is about incrementalism. It's about incremental steps. You know, we don't do a regime change. You go in, carrot and stick. Hey, the stick is, it's going to be bad for you if you challenge us. We're going to give you a way out in the carrot. And then we look long-term over the next 10, 15 years or whatever to slowly help change the regime, much like we did with the Soviet Union. No, I, I think that's exactly right. The, the difference here is that that incremental change has got to be a serious deal. There's got to be a negotiated way this is going to happen with actual things actually happen so it doesn't become the, the North Korea of old where they just kind of back away and don't do things. Uh, that's why the involvement of South Korea is key. Uh, that's why having China, putting some pressure on China is key. That makes it happen, and I think if it it happens that way, uh, in, a, in a way that's that's um, step by step. Both sides are doing things. Uh, that could be something very different than we've seen in the last 10, 20 years. Wow, that's uh, that's awesome to hear. I, like I said, I'm hopeful. I'm skeptical, but, but still hopeful. <laughs> that's right. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. By the way, was remind me of all the the leaders that were dropping us. So was it Konstantin Chernenko who disappeared for like two months, and then they're like, oh yeah, he's he's dead. Yeah, like that's MIA. Right, that's right. Well, you know, these things, they, they don't happen until they officially happen. Right? I got I mean. you yet. Yeah, he's dead, but we haven't ruled him dead yet. Couple more months, couple more months. All right, Dr. Spalding, thanks for your insight this morning. Really appreciate Good it. Good talking to you. All right, bye-bye. Dr. Matt Spalding, Associate VP at Hillsdale College. What is your take on, do you think he's right? Do you think I'm right about this? Because he, yes. he's about where I am with this thing, too. Yeah, and, and one of the things is, you kind of scare me into this, and I don't know if scary is the right place, is, I want to know what is being said in those meetings. Yeah. For, first of all, side note, I want to know what's being said in every meeting. Yes. Yes. True. Like, like, like my uh, buddy Jay Severin, you say is, I think I ought to be able to sit in on uh, security clearance <laughs> meetings. I do too. I really, I, I believe I should be I, there. Yes. 
But one of the things, like, what are we doing in order to bring these people to the table, especially someone like Kim Jong-un? Mm-hmm. That we from previous we learned that they do the carrot and stick, mm. and but one of the thing is also too it's like I'm noticing something that uh, I think it was during the NFL uh, thing last week uh, where they said they're scared as f to Trump. The leaders mm-hmm. of the NFL are scared as f to Trump. Trump. I think that's the same issue with world leaders. I think they're so scared. He's not predictable. He's not like the Obama. He's not like Bush. He's not like anybody we see. Mm-hmm. Look at him. He actually throws more fire into the fire and is able to come up with amazing things that I think they're amazing. But one thing is, I think people are so scared of him that he's like, okay, I, maybe I should come to the table. You know, that was, a, that was a little bit of Reagan when he got elected. See, but I don't remember Reagan. No, you don't. But yeah. just to tell you, he, that was it. The, he was a cowboy. I mean, it's very different than Trump. I mean, yeah. his swagger. But here was the leading man cowboy who was um, strong when it came to defense and uh, projected a very strong image in what he said and what he did. Remember, he was, he was like central casting for leading man. I mean, just here it is. And so they come in and you had this weak Jimmy Carter who was like, negotiate, 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 who... I, I, or as we said, negotiating is fine. It is. Diplomacy is good. But at some point when you're dealing with bullies, you bullies know. only understand force. You know, they take over your embassy and they imprison, you know, dozens of Americans for 444 days. Somebody's got to be punched in the face. Yep. Right. And that's what, that's it, what it is. So they were a little worried and, and the Soviet Union as well. We don't know what this is one of the claims. We don't know what this guy's going to do. That, that honestly is what people said That's over and so over. Cool. They're like, we don't know what this guy's going to do. Now, comparing him to Trump, Trump is more, a little more of a loose cannon. Yes. The way, eh, let me back up. Appears to be more of yes. a loose cannon in what he says. His tweets are over the top. He's poking people in the eye. Reagan didn't do that. He joked and stuff like this. But th- that one sentiment, we don't know what this guy's going to do. Yeah. And one thing, one thing that I realized, too, is what a perfect time to have president trump as president a hillary clinton would she be able to do this a bernie sanders would they be able to now, hold on hold on she wouldn't have to do this oh because she would just uh reset the whole the thing reset button yes. she would just what, what was reset what did it actually mean it reset in like a new relationship no but the button said reset but what did oh, it, it actually it meant mean? something else yeah, i'm yes. trying to think what it meant now oh, oh i can't remember what it meant probably in the commercial break i'll remember we'll figure it. it out of course get but your tweets you in with the that, hashtag what i learned today what's that do you think if, if uh bernie or would we, 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 we be here at this table if bernie or no no absolutely no no and and that's not even just trashing hillary and bernie no. and whatever it's just very well. Trump's the only one who's been able to pull this off at this point. Some of it may be timing, maybe Kim because Kim Jong Un is there for whatever the reason. Um, Trump does have something, something he's adding to it. That's maybe it's the will to get it done. His approach, maybe I've told you before. Maybe this is the new way people communicate. Trump is the left because he's a bully. He's a loose cannon, whatever. Okay, maybe that's what you need to talk to other bullies and loose cannons. So no, I don't think they could. Um, I hope this is one of my big hopes. They're having their meeting today to set up the, the official summit. Yes. And then when they go to the summit, I hope that they are able to effectively communicate because you have language barriers, you Mm -hmm. have all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. If you're not able to effectively communicate the amount of bad that could happen is unimaginable. Imagine not being able to effectively communicate 
you can't properly hear somebody. Mm-hmm. I hope they properly clean their ears before they go. Mm. All parties involved, they hand out Both a little sides. wax RX system. Yeah, Trump, Kim Jong Un, hold it. We're going to commence with the cleaning of the ears. The official cleaning the cleaning of the of ears. The Here's your wax RX system to flush all that build up earwax so everybody feels great, mm. but also hears properly. We no, no, me. un. Put down the put down the pen. Don't shove that in your ear. No, no. Mm-mm. Don't. Trump. Set it down there. Stop fingers, it. Stop. There. But there, no. I, we know your fingers are small enough to get in there. Don't do that. Go use the WaxRx system. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Maybe we have them on hand. They don't have yes. to go to the website. No, 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 no. If you start a campaign, donate some. It's a three-step <laughs> process to clean the earwax out of your ears effectively, efficiently, and cheaply. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Find out for yourself. Promo code RADIO. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. The most culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Friend of mine comes up to me last night. I had I had dinner with some oh, with Brad Staggs yeah. and uh and Beth and some others. We had dinner last night. Okay. You can move on. What are you I know about? what you're trying to do. What are you talking about what I'm trying to do? Gonna, it's not gonna work. What are you money. talking about? What am I trying to do? You're trying to trigger me. No, no. Okay. We just had dinner last night. Okay. Um I knew you were probably busy. And no, I wasn't. I wasn't busy. I really should have called. I wasn't. I was uh, uh, actually at what time? Um, this would have been five thirty to. Oh yes, about, I, I. Okay, I was busy, but it was long. It was like five thirty to seven yes. thirty, eight o'clock. That's. I was busy the okay. entire time. I was uh, yeah. working with the museum people. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, and uh, they come and they're like, "Did Chris really get engaged?" Oh, there's a website coming. Okay, a website about what? There's a website coming. I'm so excited about about this your engagement. Oh, Doc Thompson, yes. I have to tell a story. There's a website. There's okay. There's a human fund. There's a, the human fund. The human fund. Money for humans. Like Costanza? Yes. Okay, this she is some scam. She gave me the green light All right, for that we'll one. We'll have to see what's coming with this. Anyways, you're like, there was this moment of, Chris really got engaged? I know, right? Speaking Oof. of Seinfeld, it was like when they asked Elaine, they go, is... Kramer, is everything okay, or what kind of per? What did she ask him? Is everything okay with Kramer? I is think he? Was- yeah. Is he? What kind of guy is he, or something yeah. like that? Is he normal or something? And Lane just looked off in his face, and she goes, "Lane." She goes, "No, no, I'm just thinking about the question. The question. Huh, let me think about this." <laughs> so, okay, that's mm-hmm. how the look on their face, and I said, "Yeah, oh, congratulations!" So they were quite happy for you. Yes. Good deal. All right, tweets now with the hashtag, what I learned today. Oh, uh, it's overcharged, It's right? overcharged. Kirk Carto tweeted us, what I learned today, reset equals overcharge. Yeah, we had a couple of people meant, I think, uh, Rants Out Loud or somebody. Oh, no, uh, uh, Heather, serving Saints in Inc. Inc. Serving Saints Inc. Uh, tweeted out that it was overcharged as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also have Florida. <laughs> We're here to overcharge you. Which probably should be. Great, we thanks. Be okay, charging them. sounds like a fail. Uh, Florida.men.com to not what I learned. Trendy. Doc Thompson just tell us to get our ducks in a row by the end of the day? Yes. Get you your want, ducks in. No, you by get, the end of tomorrow. Two days two left. Days, two days left. 
That's today and tomorrow. Yes. Okay. So two Is that days. right? Yes. Two days. Yes. 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 Your ducks don't have to be in a row today. No. But darn it, they better to be a row tomorrow if you want tack pack. Because <laughs> that's what we're talking about, right? Tack pack? Yes, tack pack. Yeah. Yeah. Larkin Farkin's a little upset. Oh. Right now. Being at Mojo 50 level 30-ish since last night and can't get any higher. You know what? American Pride Roasters helps me. That's the one. Listen, if you're at, uh, if you're like at a Mojo 10, okay. that's your 10 level for your 10. Mojo today, and you bust out the American Pride, it's not going to put you to 50. It's not going to do that. No, it gonna it's do? not going to go up 40 points. But it's a good 5 to 10 point gain. Okay. So if so, you're at a 40, boom, it's going to put you up to 50. You're a good chance at that. Yeah. Okay. You're at a 10. You're going to be at least 15, 20 so by the end of it. So if I drink more coffee, would I go up? I don't think it? so. That's not bad. Just me. At that point, I think you just get uh, you just get faster. <laughs> That's all it is. You just go a little faster. You get Kramer A little, little jittery. Yeah, yes. exactly like yes. that. Danny Although uh, you being over the top with the jitters may put me in a better mood. So maybe it helps other people. Uh, then. That's okay. what it is. Danny tweeted out what I learned today. Wax RS will prevent World War Three. Awesome. Yeah, it could. I don't know if it will. Oh. I don't know if they're smart enough to use it. But I'm thinking if I'm WaxRx, I go, hey, hold on, guys. We're going to... I wonder if WaxRx would be willing to donate for the good of humanity. Okay. You know, a half a dozen WaxRx kits. <laughs> uh, just a half a dozen. Trump needs one, maybe a couple of his peeps, yes, yes. right? And Because uh, you got a translator yes, there probably, too. Yes. Uh, North Korean side. Let's go ahead and say five on either side should do it. Five. Because anybody else, players. right, with, with the buildup that didn't get there, they're like, whoa, whoa. Someone's like, hang on, Steve. Hang on. You got this. Hold on. You obviously didn't hear right because of the wax buildup. And you go ahead and tell them on your own time, you use waxrx.com, and then we'll tell you what they said. Yeah. Kitty's asking a question because she says, Doc Thompson rarely says anything without a reason. What's going on with Jay Severin? She's right. Why did you bring up Jay Severin? Are you serious? I'm. Are I'm, you serious? I'm just gonna move on. Oh, I I'm knew just it. Gonna, See, you never. You always do that. I like Easter eggs. I do. I like even on this program. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson. I get the tweets in. Hashtag what I learned today. I was just uh, had to slap somebody down on Twitter. I was a little delayed there for a second. You okay over there? I, I just got to send out a tweet in a couple minutes to get back on it. I missed one last <laughs> night. I was a little battle. Someone sent one. I didn't get a chance to respond because I was having dinner with Brad Staggs last night. So I good, didn't get a chance good, to. Good. Get that done. Did you say somebody mentioned a while ago the Genesis 950? Yes. About a cleaning well? Yes. It does. You know yes. that, right? Oh, I do know that. Will there be, I'm assuming you're going to have a big wedding, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, will there be a bridal party? What are those? There's like a couple of groomsmen, bridesmaids type oh, no. of thing? No, no, no. It's just going to be the two of you? Yeah. Okay. 
Because if you do, I'm suggesting maybe that would be a good uh, groomsman gift or a bridesmaid's Ooh. gift. So if you have, you know, two or three people on your side, two or three on her side, yeah. whatever, traditionally you get them a little gift for hepping out. Okay. So you okay. get them a little pocket flask or something mm-hmm, for the guys mm-hmm. or, you know, a day in you know, a manicure or something for the mm-hmm, girls or mm-hmm. whatever, a little gift. Um, maybe a bottle of Genesis 950. Now, do I get the big bottle or do I already dilute it and then hand them each a, a already ready to go bottle? If you invite me okay. to be in your party, you get me the gallon. Okay. If hold you, on, hold on. But yeah. are you inviting yourself? No, no, no. I'm just oh, saying okay. if that's a possibility, okay. I don't know. If it is, then yeah, you got you to get the gallons. Okay. Now, if, um, if you're just asking for my advice, you dilute it. Yeah, okay. You go ahead and dilute it down dilute there or whatever. It. But if I'm going to be in it. You, you get the gallon. I get a gallon. Right? Okay. That's how that's the. <laughs> you know what's sad about this? It's actually. Makes sense. You got to yeah. It actually does make sense. Actually, you're like, yeah, that is kind of, you're right. kind of cool. Yeah, that's, a, that's odd. Can you imagine though, you're, that's your group. You're going, here you go. Here's a gallon of cleaner. Thank you for helping. Thanks for helping out. Uh, by the way, uh, feel free to spruce up around here while oh, you're working. Yeah, while you're we're at the farm. We're, we're going to be farm. at the farm. You know, you got the cleaner. Uh, by the way, la- ladies, we gave you sponges. You're, and the bottle. And the bottle. That's hey, right. Hey. There it is. Get to work. <laughs> Genesis950.com. It works great. It's a great cleaner. And it works on many surfaces. That's one of the things that makes it so great. You could use it on your floors, your countertops, your cabinets. You can use it in the bedroom to clean up around the, the baseboards. You can do the bedding. You can do all kinds. You can wash clothes with it. But it works really well on carpeting, especially when you have stains and things that have ongoing funks like pets. You can wash your clothes in it. But if you're going to do the floors, you can even put it in a steam cleaner or a carpet cleaner. Um, Most of them you can't. A lot of cleaners you can't. It's going to bleach your carpet or something like this. That's not how this stuff works. This is a natural product. It's not a bunch of harsh chemicals or anything like that. It's stuff that um, um, is natural. So I'm not worried about saving the environment or anything like that. But if you could keep your kids and pets or other people in it, why not do that, right? Yeah. Get it done. Again, Genesis950.com. What's the promo code they're looking for on that Blaze. one? Blaze. You're sure? Yes. Blaze? Blaze. Just those five letters. B-L-A-Z-E. Yes. Use that as a promo code. They're going to give you a discount. Plus, they're also going to give you the spray bottle yeah. to help uh, dilute it down it's so you're prepared for bottle. that. It's a good spray bottle. It's not a cheap spray bottle. No. It's Genesis, Genesis950.com. By the way, thank right, you. Get some tweets in, by thank the way. Thank you, Doc Thompson. Look, at you got a... Uh, Hey, Doc Thompson, adding J7 to the base lineup. You got TJ Toppin. Doc- I'm just, let's just move on. Okay. I mean, as far as that goes, read okay. the next tweet, though. Doc Thompson, uh, uh, Doc's cat in the bag lays Easter eggs. Don't let Chris get it to it. See, this is the problem. Okay, let me, let me help out here. When you, when you put out a couple of little Easter eggs on things, right? Okay. When, you, when you float a couple of things out there like that, Mm-hmm. It's to help you. I mean, listen, I have put out on this show probably 30 Easter eggs already. All kinds of things. Just this show alone today? Just today. Seriously. Wow. I missed them all. Um, at least 10. At least 10. Seriously. Ten. I said, yes. In an hour and a half. Yes. Wow. I say constantly, I say things like that. And I'm sometimes I want the audience to get it because sometimes it's stuff I can't say. Let's say I... Um, Let's say I wanted to use a phrase or a term, even as a joke, like okay. we were talking about um, Roseanne Barr's tweets. Yes, yes. Right? Let's say we went ahead and uh, did it, and I want to say and something I couldn't say. Okay. I may say something else as a bit of an Easter egg, blah, 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 and boom, 
It's kind of hidden. But if you bring it up and you belabor it, mm, and you hit it, then mm. see what I'm saying. Or let's say I want to tip you off onto some upcoming programming changes. Stop. What I'm not. Stop. Doc. I'm not. No, that's what I'm telling you. Oh, oh, okay, okay, you, okay, okay. If I wanted to do that, and okay. I offer a little Easter egg for the insiders, the people that regularly listen, okay. you get the wink and the nod from Doc. You're like, okay. But if you talk about it, if you belabor it, okay. what happens? It happens? No, then there's a reason you can't say things outright. It doesn't happen. I'm so confused right okay, now listen, because listen, there's so many Easter eggs in this conversation yes. that it's, it's hard to follow. Yes. Okay. Let's say you want to put something out there that you can't talk about. Okay. Okay. I'm there. You put it out there as okay. the wink and the nod so people know. Yes. But if you make it obvious, like you ask a bunch of questions about it, then it's like just saying the thing and you're back to in trouble in where trouble. you can't say yes. it. Yes. 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 You understand? Now I get it. Okay. So if there are things out there, let's just say hypothetically about programming changes. Okay. And I slip something in. You're like, oh, Okay. You just, you smile. You get a little... Winking and nod. Winking and nod. I know what's going on. I got Maybe you share that with other people that are in the know. You know, they're like, oh, did you catch that? On social media is a good one, right? Yes. And you did. But on the program, you can't say it. No. No. So your speculations sometimes are accurate, sometimes inaccurate. But know this. Sometimes I can't say things. That is true. And I will offer in their stead... Little Easter eggs, little things for the insiders, little little nuggets of goodness. Okay. Does that work for you? That works that for good? me. Okay. I, didn't, I was not complaining. I'm just saying you keep doing this. I just want to clarify. That's how all, That's how you know when, when all cylinders are firing. Okay. When my mojo is at 50, when Ooh, I'm at 50. mojo 5-0, right up at the top there, when I am. Oh, when you are. When oh. I am. The Easter eggs are all over the place. That, I'll give the you hidden that. Messages, I'll give you that. Yes, that is true. And you can say, "That's interesting that he brought that up. Mentioned that person. Use that phrase. There's certain terms that come up a lot now. Whatever it is, that's when you know something's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to break a little early here because we got Chef Patrick coming up, but I know he got delayed for just a moment. So let me mm-hmm. get a quick break in. We'll go ahead and take a break. We'll come back in a moment on this the Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Celebrity Chef Patrick talks business and food trends with Doc Thompson and the Always Hungry Morning Blaze crew. Chef Patrick is coming in. We're going to talk about this. He's still on his way in. So because he's on his way in, I'll have to skip the discussion about uh, Chris Salcedo. I'm just going to have to skip the entire discussion about Chris Salcedo. I'm just going to skip the entire thing. Do you see that look? What look? That look right there. What from Sarah? Yes. Not Gonzalez, the no, other the Sarah. Other that's Sarah. In there the important Sarah. The one that, you know, right. take care of programming. Okay. So did you see we'll that just look? Move on and get it out of the way. Okay. All right. Didn't he say he was a minute out? He did say a minute out. Okay, for a chef? He does not know how to what time. Is, what is this? This, this is, is not unbelievable. Boating well for him. This, this is, is does he know that he only gets max of thirty minutes? <clears throat> 
Wow. This is uh, not, I guess we'll read a couple of tweets while we're waiting for him to step uh, in the studio. I can. There. I can read a couple of tweets. You got Justin tweeting out Waterloo Internet, a live image of Doc Thompson dropping some Easter eggs. Do we have the image? What? We don't. Oh, no. We don't have the image. Uh, you got Amy tweeting out Waterloo Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Shooter McGavin. Oh, um, I thought you said like, we have an image for TV. No, 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 no for radio, don't. though. Yeah, for it's, radio. It's explain what the gif was. It's Shooter um, McGavin doing the little shooting sign oh, from Happy Gilmore. That's, I knew it was from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I just didn't know who it was. Um, you also have Amy uh, tweeting out what I learned today. Prediction, Chris Cruz will send Doc an uninvited right before, an, un, an uninvite right before his destination wedding. I don't think you'd do no, that. No, actually, fact, no. Just skip any tweet about anything like that, about uninvite, okay. skip those from now I'll on. skip those. Just skip them. Okay, okay. Um, you got Deuce5 asking, what about Michael Pelka? What about him? Yeah. I saw him recently. I know you did. I did. I saw him in Chicago. He was in Chicago. We should probably skip any of that discussion. Any of that as well. discussion as well. By okay. the way, I was teaching Cubby to skip over the weekend. How was he can that? Skip. It's always fun when you teach Hold kids on. something. Skip like, like skip or skip rocks. No, like skipping like you're oh, skipping okay. down the street yeah. or whatever. Although when I'm on vacation next, maybe I could teach him to skip rocks as well. You should show him to skip. Yes. Uh, uh, North Star, the nuclear codes are not safe with that Doc Thompson show. <laughs> They are. He just drops them. Like he'll say one, and then two weeks later he'll say thirty-five. And if you add them all together, that's the nuclear codes. No, I think I think the nuclear codes are going to be safe because there's no benefit to me giving them up. True, true. Uh, DMXDM saying skip, skip them, skip the tweets, skip, skip all the of tweets. those, skip his. Oh, as well. skip, skip his. Them all. Oh, got it. That's right. Got it. Got it. I did see Michael Palka though. I know you I did. Really did. He was, was on your, uh, what's it called? The Periscope thingy. Yeah, we did the Periscope and yeah. the uh, the Facebook Lives or whatever. Yeah. Funny guy. Fun guy. Very, Had very. dinner with him and a couple of other friends that uh, were not uh, familiar with Mike, didn't know him real well. Okay. And Mike held court. Really? Oh, there was, there was well, like 10 a- of us sitting around or whatever. And Mike at the head of the table, he held court and just told stories and whatever. And That's he has one some, thing like, about Mike. He can really entertain. Oh, over the top. Oh, I mean, just yeah. hilarious. You give him two words. No, I'm sorry. You give him one word. You know, the thing about it, you go like this, you just simply go, um, Lawrence Fishburne. And then you he just goes. Start out, he's like, I met Lawrence Fishburne in 1994. I'm on a subway in New York. This is true, though. And he, this he goes is so down. true. And it's it's fascinating story. Yes. And if you mentioned somebody and you're like Harvey Keitel or okay. whoever, he may not. Uh, have you ever met Harvey? No, I've never met Harvey Keitel. But his mother, here's an interesting fact. His mother yeah. bought a Rembrandt or what she thought was a Rembrandt from uh, this clearinghouse in New York. It turns out it was not a Rembrandt. So, and he starts telling some facet. You're like, oh my gosh, she got scammed or whatever. Doesn't matter who it is, boom. He has some sort of story about it. Lori D tweeting out what I learned in OMG, my head's about to explode. Hmm. Really? Have a seat. He's here. It oh yeah. Like I don't the hot seat. I don't you need to sit you down. The, the show's already there. started. The lights are on. He comes like Dang. sauntering yeah. in. He's, you do know like you're the late man, kid. It's been a couple of busy weeks. He's like sixteen minutes late. What, what is this? Hello, what is he? Possibly he'll how about a hot, let's get going oh, here. We got wow. things to go. We got a more, show to do. This is more sleep than I've had in like uh, three weeks. That's not my weeks. problem. Oh my you gosh. Show, your segment is... starts at 6.30 local, Ouch. 7.30 Eastern. Ouch. For a chef, you do not know how to keep time. 
I know. Really? I'm just saying that's it's it's not looking good. It's not looking good. So <laughs> is this my last week, Doc? No, I don't think so. I think you're okay because uh, what else are we going to put on instead, right? Oh, I got, I got, I got Chris. Oh, you, oh, oh, the, oh Chris I got is the man. Oh, oh, oh I got, Chris is the man. I got things. Um, can you share what it? Would I be? cannot share what it is, but uh-huh. is it some sort of stunt? It's, it's, it it's, some, would it be some sort of regular stunt where it, you use your could, brain? It could be a little like bit that. of stunt. <laughs> okay, um, something like that. It, it could also be, you know, some storm. Okay, some 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 south. Let's sea. just move on. Let's just move on. All right, let's uh, let's just go right to the lightning round too, because uh, we're obviously we're running late. Right, uh, America's favorite burger brand. All right, they uh, the Harris Polls 30th Annual Equity Trend Study, which they do. Yearly, because it's an annual. It's <laughs> come out with America's favorite burger hotspot. Now, these are these are the big chains. These are the national ones. I mean, you got a little local burger place or a local chain. May not have been studied. But of the major ones, they asked almost 100,000 people, the best burger in America is? Yeah, that'd be five guys this year. Good. That's I, I'll accept. I'm not going to I'm not going to balk at that. Are you? Have you been to Five Guys? Uh, yeah, it's good. But I lived in California for two years, so I have kind of this uh, this um, dumb, no. for Do not be the, the In-N-Out the snob. Yeah, Do it, not no, I'm be sorry. the In-N-Out snob. That is like apples to oranges. In-N-Out, you have a one burger. Five Guys, you could literally make your own burger. Here's the Literally. Thing. I think In-N-Out is very good. I will. Uh, burger. Thank you. Uh, let me let me pause. Side, whole you. sidebar on their <laughs> yes. French fries. Where is the bell? You people, thank you. Oh, wrong bell. You people that go nuts for the five guys, or sorry, the um, uh, uh, In-N-Out burger fries. No. Their fries, their fries, their fries. Their fries are Stop okay. It. Thank you. Their they're fries okay. are they're they not bad. I'm a big fan of In-N-Out burger, but their fries really aren't that okay. great. And a lot of people will tell you it's all about the fries. They're not no. that great. Okay. Now go to the burger. In-N-Out, a very solid burger. Yes. I will... Because you got all different types of burgers, your home burger and your local and blah. blah. In the you add them all up, mm-hmm. I'm going to give In and Out a solid eight out of Whoa. ten. I will give them. I'm not mm. balking. They are a good burger. Wow, that's they too have high. really good training. So I'd say maybe seven and a half or eight. It's all about I the systems. Right, but they were the king for two years and they got uh, they were displaced. But I'm so. gonna I'm gonna put five guys a little higher than that. I think the burger is uh, a little juicier. It is. The fries. The fries are much better, but that's not, you know. Well, and you they only have 330 units, right? And uh, the... the In-N-Out or, or Five Guys? No, Five Guys. Okay. In-N-Out has 1,500 with, with 1,500 more in the works. And they've been around a long time. Yeah, 1,500. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 oh, it's the other way around. I'm sorry. Five Guys yeah. has 1,500 with 1,500 in the works over the next two years. Right. And uh, there's only five states and 330 restaurants for In-N-Out. Which means they have better control. That's it. Three thirty. Yeah, I knew they were limited, and they were limited because they're distribution centers. So they have the one; mm-hmm. they can only travel so far from a distribution Correct. center. And they finally put another uh, another one in, and that's the reason they were able to expand into Texas. That's why they open up in like Dallas and Houston. Yeah, and, yeah. I wonder. Uh, they've got to be thinking go east eventually at some point, further east. I mean, that's where the big money Western is, right? Panhand- the distribution center, like the Western Panhandle mm-hmm. of Florida, you'd be able to cover all of Florida and the south. Yeah, you can there. charge like fifteen dollars a burger on the east coast. Yeah, exactly. right, exactly. Uh, also, uh, so you had uh, Jack in the Box, Hardee's, White Castle. They all came in um, as well. But uh, Where's Mickey D's in there? And not- Mickey D's is one of the lowest. Really? 
Yeah, Mickey D's, and uh, and it's been consistently low. Okay, good. So on a scale from, they call it the equity trend, um, zero to 100, they're constantly at around 65. Last couple of years, they dropped a little bit. They're, they're back way up. down. Yeah, and they're way at 65. Their brand recognition is one of the highest, and but yet, their perceived value is one of the lowest. It is. That's, mm-hmm. That is a the worst formula you can have because you can't spend your way out of it. You've Absolutely. already branded yourself. Um, Dairy Queen, they rate the, the burgers, the the um, brazier side. Um, do you remember, was it whole, low as well. What was that thing in the eighties? The whole Dairy Queen brazier. Do you remember that? That was their that was their hot side. That was now when they, they had call a grill. It grill and chill. They had yeah. like um they had hot dogs. Yeah, that's hot what they dog. call it. Yeah, grill the grill and chill. And chill. That's so a, are they the original? Is that the Mojo Netflix Grill and chill? and chill? No, that's the Grill and Chill. The Dairy Queen is what yeah. they call Grill and Chill. Yeah, so yes. they, I think they, they to rebranded about ten years ago. Chill, is that what it was? I think that's that's where they got it from. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then Wendy's. I think this is a bit of a fail. Wendy's uh, comes in only slightly better at almost around 70 and pretty consistent about that. I, I think Wendy's is really high in the list, although compared like with Wendy's. some of the others, in and out Burger, uh, Culver's, holy smokes, Culver's does real well. Have you, have you been to Culver's? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Midwest, mm-hmm. is that upper Midwest and Midwest chain? Oh, yeah, it's no, Midwest, upper Midwest, I know it's and they Michigan, have some stuff Minnesota. going. I think they have stuff going towards the West now. Okay, mm-hmm. I think maybe... Western Ohio, Indiana, okay. uh, do really well. So uh, Shake Shack, Smash Burger, also rating real high up there. So whatever. what do you think about Shake Shack? That's something that we see up in like Northwest Arkansas, Missouri. Uh, I think good. I was, I've was i only been there once. I really need to try again. And my wife was so uh, geeked up to try it for some reason that she hyped it. So when I went in, I was like, oh, it's good. But it might have been the hype. You know what I mean? It's so good. now that it's been away, I got to try it again. It wasn't bad. I just meant, I don't know what, if I was disappointed by the hype, because she was all like, the greatest. Go to the one in Bentonville. They have a great manager, okay. and their products are very consistent. So Good. Yeah, and they do mm-hmm. real well. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You're also lightning round. Why salt has disappeared from restaurant tables? I didn't realize that. I started thinking, mm, you don't see chefs salt. Chefs are control freaks. Is that is it a money thing, too? Kind of. So um, I kind of have this penchant for taking home really nice salt shakers. <laughs> so Don't tell anybody. So uh, you're a thief. Mm, no, I haven't done it in like 15 years. I was a thief. Was a- but what happened was uh, some of these uh, really high-end restaurants realized that the salt shaker and pepper shaker, the, the set was going for like $50. That was their cost. And they kept disappearing. So they said, okay... We're not going to put it on the table anymore. We'll put a little bowl with salt in it. But people like those little pinch bowls. Right. So, so then this. they would take that home. And so now they're like, okay, well, let's just not give you anything because we know how the food should taste anyway. And if you do ask for it, I'm sure they'll bring you a salt, but then it's not on every table. Yeah. I was somewhere recently um, and they don't have all the condiments on the table. Part of the reason for not putting it on the table is that the, the tables are crowded, right? There's... Well, so you you have crowded. Yeah. yeah. Then you have to pay them to come in and prep the tables. Yeah, it's extra time and money. And the chefs think that the food should be perfect already when it goes to the table. So why spend extra money uh, on people being able to add extra salt when it's really not healthful? And it's not how the food should taste. I can't believe it took that long. And I hadn't realized that you don't see salt and pepper and condiments on tables as much Mm -mm. as you used to. Mm No, not you nearly have to as ask much. For it. Right. If if I if if I had not thought of it already and I saw this and I owned a restaurant or a restaurant chain tomorrow, they it would be gone. It's time, it's money. And um, what would it be called? 
what's that, the restaurant? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. I'm just saying if I did, you know, something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's just get Just that. asking. Krispy Kreme top Starbucks is America's best coffee whoa, shop brand in whoa. a new poll. Okay, they so sell coffee? How does Dunkin' Donuts not win this? How does Dunkin'? How does Dunkin' Donuts not win the best coffee shop? It's great coffee. Oh, good call. Yeah. yeah. I've never you had like Krispy Donuts, Kreme's right? coffee. That's what I'm saying. No, it's good. Is it's it? really good. Dunkin', Don- Dunkin Donuts has great coffee. Krispy, Krispy Kreme has great service when you drive through or walk yeah. in and they have little flashing donuts, mm-hmm. fresh donuts. Um, but no. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts is way better. I'm an East Coast guy. I grew up in upstate. No, New York. we're not talking the donuts. It's we're so talking the coffee. No, because no, the, coffee, the donuts, yeah. the donuts, Krispy the Kreme, really good. clearly better than Dunkin'. Yes, Dunkin' Clear, Donuts 100%. sells theirs in the little the the pods for the 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 little machine yeah, that you have no. in your house. Coffee yeah. wise, Dunkin', you get it done. I'll it's, put. I think it's better than Krispy Kreme. What do you think? Coffee wise, yes, better than McDonald's. Better than and McDonald's has not done bad coffee. No. I think they're better than it's, Starbucks. It's I, mediocre. I think it's, it's, it's marketing. Okay. Yeah. People like the you small know? guy, right? Yeah, we're we're, we're going against. Uh, so you had a uh, the burger, mm-hmm. the small guy one. Yeah, the pizza. Did you see the pizza survey? No, I didn't see one. The pizza. Yeah, the small guys one. Okay. Okay. So it, when you're looking at chains now, the millennials are really driving, and they have the, they're the biggest influencers, and they are choosing small, regional, local over nationwide, international brands. That and, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I um I still think uh, yeah, but donut wise, donut wise, Krispy Kreme, the actual donuts, oh, I love better than donuts. I mean, especially when they're really no fresh and warm. Ass. Yeah, and well, that's that's it's actually like a, a failure. Donut. It is, but the problem with the glaze, though, we've talked about this before, is that if it, the donut's warm, which makes them yummy, yes, but the glaze doesn't stick to it. it. Doesn't, no. So here's what I'm proposing. Here we go. Donut glaze shot. Ooh. So you get the warm donut. Don't even, don't even screw around putting the glaze on it. Don't try. Not, even, don't even, not even like a little bit. I like that. You can, but my hands are just going to get sticky. That's just, fine, though. Just press out the donut. But okay. it's donut sticky. Cook it's, it. It's donut sticky. It's okay. And send it on down the line, and then give me a one-shotter for the glaze. Okay. Right? So I so take a bite waiting. of the donut and with a little one-shotter in there, right in the mouth. Boom, right? And then you got the glaze. So what the glaze we, comes in like a little shooter. What we call in German Luftbrot. It's all air. You squish it into one bite, pop it in your mouth. That's the done. donut, but then you got to have the glaze follow-up. Yes, so of course absolutely. you have to have See what I'm follow-up. going oh, for? I, I, I like that. Idea. You with me? I'm, I'm with you. this? I'm in. I'm I may in. have to serve that if I ever opened a restaurant. Okay. Oh, that's what I'm supposed to skip talking about. No, okay. The morning glaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the Morning Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Oh my gosh, I gotta ask uh, Chef Patrick something. I gotta bring this up before we let you... Uh, can I roast marshmallows over molten lava in, in Hawaii? I, I gotta know. Ingest? Could I, could, I, could, I, could I roast the marshmallows? Ingest with a long, with a long enough stick, yes. Without it, Because I can't no. get... Cl- it's too hot. 
It's oh. too hot. The marshmallow is going to be, it's going to flash. You're done. Yeah, what if I like it really well done, though? Like, really well. <laughs> it's like, like running Dallas in the be- afternoon, trying to do six miles at noon. No. Okay, how about if I started with a really, really, really <laughs> big marshmallow? Because sure. it'll take longer to cook, like the size of like a Volkswagen. <laughs> I just put I think it you could start with something like the size of a softball. You could probably do but that. Then but then it's healthy, a, though, right? I could f- still eat it? Sure. Sure, as long as you don't mind a bunch of uh, carbon in your diet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's going to, well, the sulfuric acid and stuff, that's probably going to be Softball size or bigger, that's what you need. Yeah, uh, the U.S. Geological Survey, which apparently is the Department of the Government. Yes, it is. They uh, had a bunch of people tweeting and asking about the lava. That was so And you know, Chris and I want to poke the lava. We do. We still want to poke the lava. And they're like... And do marshmallows. And that's what they asked. They're like, hey, can I roast marshmallows? Yes. Sure. I wish I wish they could just tell him the truth, or, or joke with him, and, and didn't yes. have to tell him the truth. And just, just say, say yes. Yes, you should go out there. You can also swim in it as long as you put enough suntan lotion. I on. think you, you have to be sure you're wearing the uh, the asbestos suit as well. Is so that what it is? Yeah, so your fingers don't. Especially, burn off I mean, you have to make sure it's rated for lava swimming. Right? You can't just get any asbestos. <laughs> you can't, no, no, no. Come yeah. on, you don't want to give it to some guy in the a hundred and more. Right? If you're going the big lots, asbestos suits. You know, you can't do that. No, yeah. you got to, well, you got to double them It's got to be right? rated. Double oh, oh you double them, double then you're triple. good. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get one. Please, no. everybody knows that. If you're large, you buy an extra large and an extra extra large to go over the top. Minostalgia Wild Rice at BlazeWildRice.com. Company we've told you about for a long time. They have their beer jelly. You didn't get to try the beer jelly, did you? I did not. I was busy. I don't think we have any left mm-hmm. here, do we? Sorry, you missed it. I think we can get more. Yeah. Works really, really well, Be on though. time next time. You can get a sampler pack to try the uh, beer jelly and some of the other things at uh, blazewildrice.com. The grilling sampler packs, which is perfect for dad and grilling in summertime. So we're heading into the grilling season. Uh, in the sampler, uh, grilling sampler pack, just use the promo code BEER10 when you go to blazewildrice.com. Now, Chef Patrick, Chris Cruz has been uh, dabbling, sampling, and trying different uh, things with the Minnesota wild rice. Because mm-hmm. it starts with that oh, wild yes. rice from the north woods of Minnesota. Is this trying to impress a woman? No. Okay. He's trying to impress his belly. Get in my belly. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't have to impress the woman. No. He already put a ring on it. Exactly. So, you know, well, the first well, that ring. Was I was leading right. up to that. Cheers. So uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other way we could use the Blaze Wild Rice. Any ideas that you could throw out there for it? Because what have you done? You've done some pretty basic things, right? Yes, yeah. I had the whole, like, you know, one of the things I do is basically cook it, cook ahead, it ahead of time. Like and we that's say. it. Mm-hmm. But then I decided to start marinating things like the pork. Marinated with the beer jelly. Oh, then adding it to the rice adding later. Adding it to the rice later. Because that's the other thing. If you go to blazewildrice.com, they have the seasonings and stuff, which I haven't even tried a lot of the seasoning. Um, you could combine the stuff in different ways. Yes. Uber healthy, but it tastes so good. By the good. way, I so I kind of ran out, and I don't want to ask them for more stuff. So I got me the uh, starter pack or whatever they call that. The, the sampler pack. Yeah. It has everything that I need. It has the beer jellies. Yeah. It has the seasonings. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. You're good to go. Yeah, the rice is awesome with that stuff, too. It's unbelievable how easy it is to follow the rules. Chip, what are the rules, the, the recipe? What is general? And you studied, I mean, one of your specialties is Japanese cooking, too. Yes. When you're talking stir fry and stuff like this, um, I mean, I do a bunch of different versions of stir fry with mm-hmm. the rice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll just throw the rice in the pan and what? I, sometimes I'll take it, it more. It needs to be cold. Okay. Give the me rice some. needs to be cold. So That's after you've cooked thing. it or whatever, because mm-hmm. I cook it up ahead of time. Correct. Scoop it in, throw it in a hot mm-hmm. wok or a hot pan. Really hot. Okay. And then I I throw whatever protein I want and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Usually I start the vegetables ahead of time because they took a whatever little longer to cook. you have left over, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it, yeah, if they're already cooked, I don't have to. But then the seasonings, this is what I'm curious about. I'll throw 
just you know whatever I feel like. I'm like you know what I'm really in a garlic mood today. More garlicky. Garlic is good. Um, I've done traditional. How do you get some of the traditional Asian seasonings? So you put a little soy sauce. Yeah, you have, so you have soy. You have dark soy. Right. You have sweet soy. Those okay. are the three soy flavors. You have the standard, sweet, and dark. And then dark you have is sesame really oil. That's one of the standard cooking sesame flavors. Sesame oil, garlic, ginger. Uh, ginger. Uh-huh. And then chili. And what about fish sauce? Where, yeah, the, fish where the hell sauce do we get good. fish sauce? Does that come from a fish? I want to say there was someone in Thailand that had a really big haul one that day, and they didn't know how good. to do anything but preserve it. So gotcha. they, they put it in a big barrel. They added some salt. And they let it ferment. And you could use different combinations with this as well if you go to BlazeWildRice.com. Have you ever seen a, a video of the fish sauce being made? No, I haven't. Yeah, I'll, I'll post oh, a link here on Twitter. It's interesting. At the, fish fish sauce. Have you had do any you like Asian cuisine? Yes. Then you've probably had fish sauce at some point. Oh. They do mix like, it in stuff or whatever. Do you like Thai food? Yes. Or Vietnamese food, they put it in. They put it in, in yeah. yeah. It's okay. not what you think it is. I know, oh, okay. I know, okay. I'm getting so stuck on the sauce I know, part. I know. <laughs> sorry, it's sorry, a, I'm like... It's blazewildrice.com, blazewildrice.com. If you go there, you can uh, try all their good stuff, including the, the beer jelly part of this grill and sampler pack. Don't forget the promo code BEER10 at blazewildrice.com. And I almost forgot to say... Please follow Chef Patrick, foodbizpro.com or Why? at foodbizpro. Follow, follow him for a couple of reasons. First of all, he's a business consultant and he kind of knows what he's talking about those Sometimes, things. Unless yes. you're talking about when, time. Time. When I he make cannot it on time. tell time. He cannot, he cannot, he cannot tell time. That. Okay. But, uh, but the other stuff is fine. And don't forget to go to spoonie.com because he's got a new platform he's launching. Oh. Where he'll have a regular show that? and different stuff at oh. spoonie.com. Like well, spoon with a Y on the end. I got think it. we need to do a, a weekly segment about Puerto Rican food. No. We need to do it. No. no. All about plantains. Oh, my there gosh. Go. All about, you can see the look on my yes. face that something's yes. coming, right? Yes. You can you, see it? Yes. You'd have a huge Plantain cook-off. Huge. It's oh. the first annual plantain, and Chef Patrick I and I think, go head-to-head because I, I can think, cook me some mofongo. Oh, you. So you oh, know, I was, was going to say, because I, I don't think I'll be able to participate because I'll kill y'all on that. I, no. My I've only made it once, and it was awesome. I think we should do a mofongo off. I've had probably three or four different uh, mofongos out at restaurants. Mm-hmm. One you had here, a couple different restaurants. Mine topped them all. You was never had mine, at, right? No. Was there anything at Fogo de Chao? Mofongo? No. no that's Brazilian. So, yeah, but I was just asking. I mean, it's Latin. They right? do have plantains there, though. Yeah, they but they got sweet plantains. They don't have the green the plantains. Bar? Are they hot yes. or cold? Okay, all of a sudden you're a plantain snob. All the, We're just making uh, conversation. Am. Okay, I am a plantain on. snob. Let me ask you this. Who do you trust? I trust... Uh, Think about that. Hang on. Okay. Who do you... Obviously, you trust your mom, your dad, your spouse, okay, your kids, whatever, that, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Who else do you trust that you'd say, I'd let watch my kids, I'd let watch my home? Oh, I know I'd, one uh, person. Who's that? I think we have the same person in common. Who's that? Uh, Laverne. Laverne Vizio, and she's joining us now. Yes. <laughs> hey, Laverne, how are you? Hey, guys, I'm doing good. You people what in the Nashville so area may remember her as you turn Laverne, on uh, the broadcast mm-hmm. legend in the area. Some of you may remember her from uh, the Blaze TV. She used to be at the Brad Staggs pitching yeah. uh, as a pitch woman. That's right. I was mm-hmm. not... Absolutely. Laverne, I said, I talked to her yesterday. I said, I'll have you on tomorrow morning to talk about her run for Congress. Yes. And I wrote her name on her schedule, and it dawned on me, and I'm being really serious about this. Laverne is somebody that I really trust, and mm-hmm. there are very few people I could say that about. That I would say, Thank Laverne, you. here's my personal information. Here you go. Oh, I agree with Here, that. Laverne, can you watch Thank my you. kids? And I know she is going to take that responsibility and put it above all else because she's made that commitment. I'm not joking. I'll tell you this. She'll raise them better than Thank I you will. Guys. 
I, I could say, Laverne, hold my pizza. Don't eat it. I'll Ooh. be back in a few minutes. <laughs> she will not eat that. She pizza. will not eat that no, pizza. We she talked about no, that. She no, is no. hold my pizza worthy. Mm, that's high, Laverne. <laughs> I am. I am just absolutely speechless. That is. That is high. That is high. That is high praise when you're talking, Doc, and hold yeah. my pizza worthy. I'm uh, telling you, hold my pizza. Uh, hold my pizza, trust So you've I decided to run for Congress uh, because, oh, yeah. and I love her. She was like a lot of it's like i gotta do something different this is not working right right absolutely i just uh it's something i had always intended ever since i was in college i've always intended to eventually run for office but i only wanted to be in office for you know eight ten years something like that i've never wanted to be a career person so i've always just kind of been watching watching the 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 players and kind of seeing who was running who was doing what and I thought, okay, if I only want to run for just a little set amount of time, what do I want to do? And the House of Representatives has always been what I've had my eye on mm-hmm. because I feel like I could do something there. You know, that's that's where I felt like I could try to do something. But I didn't know if that would ever play out. I thought, you know, in my mind, I didn't know if, if my life would ever lay out in a way that I could even have a shot at that. Well, last fall, when Diane Black decided to run for governor, it left the seat open. And so an open seat is... A lot it, easier it, than challenging an that, incumbent. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Laverne called so me. with that happening, yeah. I was going to say, Laverne called me, I think it was last fall when she was considering this. And she's yeah. like, Doc, I, you know, it's something that I, I think I, I'm called to serve and I know I could do a great job and I would like to serve the people, the community and something I've considered here and there. I don't want to be a career politician. She goes, but yeah, I mean, you know, all the crazy that comes with it, what she's getting into, all of this. And she said, "I'm just, ultimately, she goes, I'm just going to pray on it a whole bunch and see where I end up. And here you are. Yeah, for about six months, we prayed about it. I went to El Paso all the way in silence when my kid got back from Afghanistan. I rented a car, just complete silence, just talking to God. And, uh, and we thought it was going to a special election. And if it, had done, if it had gone to a special election, it didn't seem like something I could possibly put together that quickly. Mm-hmm. But then it didn't. I mean, everything, absolutely everything, Doc, just kept falling into place for me to do this. And but the momentum seems to be shifting my way. And, uh, you know, people are still just figuring out that I'm in the race. They think there's three guys or about three or four guys in it, and they didn't even know I was in the race. So I've had a lot of, you're running, really? <laughs> you know? yep. And they're, they're like me. They were not, the, the, the gentlemen that are running, they're fine, but they've just got the same old feel that everybody else we've been sending. I'm going to go there and follow, toe, yes. toe what the party leaders yes. say, not do the yes. work of the people, The what will become yes. either career politicians or political insiders. Laverne, yep. I don't care left or right, Democrat, Republican, I don't care where you are in America, most people today even if they have wildly different political views than everybody else, are tired of the D.C. insider's political machine. Yeah, absolutely. I've been watching The Swamp. Love that. that is oh, isn't it, isn't it awesome? Yep. Oh, my word. I, and I just it, it just makes me more determined than ever to, to be a disruptor. And, I mean, be somebody that is I mean, going to get things done for my district because that's you're in the House of Representatives. You're representing the people who are sending you there, period. That's your first concern. 
you've got to be a voice for them. But to go in there and say, I, I want to look these people in the eye and say, how do you sleep at night? I mean, how do you truly sleep at night? Because most of them, most of them look you in the eye and tell you that they're God people and that they're faith people. But then I, I'm thinking, yeah, that, you've not been a very good steward of what's been entrusted to you. I have heard so many uh, candid, had candid conversations and listened to candid conversations from politicians that are out there telling you, like you said, you know, I love Jesus, and that's the reason I'm serving people, yeah. and all of this stuff. And off the air, they're like, that MF, and I'm going to, and all this yeah. completely different people. Yeah. We're just, we're tired yeah. of that stuff, you know? I, yeah. for, this, it, it, for a short while, I had toyed with the idea of running for the House of Delegates in Virginia. Really? And oh, wow. yeah, so cool. I had thought about that. And the Virginia House of Delegates has just, I mean, a, a a rich history and American Revolution and people who served and these names, you know, I mean, Patrick Henry, I think, was the the first governor of Virginia. I mean, just Thomas Jefferson was the second. You just got and I thought about it. And it was at that moment that I realized that we we think of things wrong when it comes to D.C. and the House of Representatives. The Senate yeah. was supposed to represent the say states and the House. They called the People's exactly. House because it was the only thing that represented the, the people. people. And right. we call them the honorable gentleman from Washington, the honorable gentle lady from Texas. Right. All of this nonsense. Oh, no. The honorable does Office. not make you honorable because you're there. It's not about you. The honor is you are serving people of the community. You are a true servant. You were on bended knee for people of your district saying, how can I make your life better? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one, that's one thing I've talked to different ones and they're like, you want, you want to be, uh, you want to be a Congresswoman or Congressman? I said, actually, I want to be your representative. And I said, that would probably, I said, I'm running on the same. I want to, I want to serve in Congress. I want to be your Congresswoman because people don't seem to understand what a representative is anymore. (laughs) But if I win this one, the first things I'm going to do is you will not call me. I'm going to request that people call me representative period and never refer to me as a Congressman or Congresswoman because to me, that's just setting, trying to set yourself apart. So, and I, I want, I, I tell them, I say, I want you to understand, I, this is your turn to hear your voice, to have your voice heard. You know, we're playing on the whole U-turn thing. Our website is U-turnforcongress.com, like a U-turn for Congress. So, uh, and we're, we're telling the people, it's your turn to be heard. It's your turn to have your voice truly heard in Washington. And I mean, I tell them, I said, they'll know we're there because I'm tenacious. I'll stand toe-to-toe with them. And in Hills, I'm 6'4", and I'm a redhead. So they're going to know the six districts in the house yeah. the so, minute we walk in the door because they're going to see us, you know, but anyway. You so, know that height thing. Laverne, Laverne Vivio, U-turn Laverne. And again, the website is... It's uh, U-turn man. for Congress. U-turn, U-turn for, for Congress. Congress. Yes, we're going to tweet out a we link did. to a post it on mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, uh, it is like me on Facebook. Yeah, okay. like me on Facebook. It's Laverne U-turn Laverne Vivio. Laverne U-turn Laverne Vivio. And Vivio is V-I-V-I-O. Yeah, U-turn Laverne is going to be on the ballot. We got that approved with that the was election. so funny. Oh, that's so well, funny. that's your name recognition because yeah. you were on the air for so long doing yep. traffic and whatever in in the uh, uh, yep. Nashville area. So yeah, that makes yep. sense. That's awesome. Uh, okay, and when is your primary? Uh, the primary is August second. 
uh, we're going to have uh, early voting on July 13th through the 28th. So, uh, so you're in the 6th Congressional District of Tennessee. 17 you counties. You can start mm-hmm. July 13th with early voting. Correct. Go all the way to the primary on the 2nd. If you're not in the area, you want to find out more about Laverne, go to our website. And if you do and you want to donate, go to the website and do it there. Yes, uh, one donate. of the few people I would say, <laughs> I know... Is somebody you can trust if you send to Congress. Amen. I can't agree on that At, at very least, what she says she's going to do, she's she going to do. do, and you know her values, and she's Thank unwavering. So. Yep. All right, Thank Laverne, good and luck. We've got these cool little stickers, too, that you'll oh, need to okay. check out on our webpage. That you can, for a, do- a donation of five bucks, you get the term limits will drain the swamp sticker. So, awesome. Love. Awesome. Don't make the donation. I will tweet out the, uh, the link. Thanks, Laverne. You got it. Thanks, guys. God bless y'all. Bye-bye. You as well. Quick break in a moment. First, I got to tell you about uh, itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com. The letter I, the word target, the word pro.com. And what do you get there? You get an amazing little laser bullet. You could just say itargetpro. Okay. Because it's itargetpro. I could have said anything that could have You'd say that, and then I would say, no matter what you said, you were going to fail. I was going to get it wrong there or whatever, so I was going to say it was wrong. And what is the iTarget Pro system? The iTarget Pro system is a system where for shooters... You could have just said an amazing little laser bullet. Okay. That works with proprietary... I'm ready. Hit me again. Okay, what do you get at the iTarget Pro system? You get this amazing little bullet (laughs) with a app. And you get to track where you're shooting at. And the best thing is when you shoot, you have to go pew, pew, because the iPhone or whatever uh-huh. system you're using, it tracks it and it goes boom, boom. And the best thing is you can send it to the, you know, your friends, how you did. Is it reusable? You mean like as a gift? Is it reusable? You can $89. So you don't need to buy ammo every time you shoot? You do not. Fantastic. And yet you know where it lands because of the app. But that's what I said. You can even get a discount, DOC. Oh, I did not say that. By the way, I'm sure at iTarget Pro HQ, <laughs> when they're sitting there, the big mahogany table. <laughs> yes. I, by the way, every business HQ, doesn't matter a, how big or small, I imagine have a having a big hog, a mahogany table with a people table. sitting around going like this. They're like, okay, here's the commercial, the script we want, whatever we're going to do, it, we'll have it on the morning place. I don't think they had this in mind. No, they the did not. The commercial we just did. No, they did not. I don't think no. they But it's a great system, itargetpro.com. You'll love it. makes a great Dad's Day gift coming up as well. Again, 89 bucks. Get a discount if you use the promo code DOC. It's itargetpro.com. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Doc Thompson. Uh, a couple tweets coming in about uh, Patrick's low-key demeanor today. I did low-key like demeanor. Mm. There were some uh, references to CBD oils. I'm just saying they were, they were out have, there. I may have taken more than I should have before I went to sleep last night. <laughs> Is that over imbibing? Is it? Uh, well, if you actually sleep, it's not a problem. I don't sleep. You know that. <clears throat> yeah, Patrick was up uh, dealing with uh, all kinds of business issues all mm-hmm. night long. That's always funny stuff. Is that it? Maybe. Okay. It's uh, Twitter. Hashtag what I learned today. Yeah, you got florida.men.com saying once once in Congress, Laverne will give you 
the traffic and weather together every five minutes on, on the, the tens. Is it on the eights? On the eights. Is it on the eights? For Good. each filibuster. No, no. <laughs> seven minute. It's seven minute abs. Seven minute abs. Not eight. Laverne is so awesome. She's fun. She's real. She's one of those and she people. She is so genuine. She's one of those people that is so genuine. Like I remember meeting her for the first time, and I felt like I knew this lady like oh, yeah. so much before. She goes out of her way to help people. She she mm. was uh, with the Coptic Christians. Yeah, which Actually, I still don't understand why they're so Coptic. I don't either. I don't know either. But um, but yeah, she's done amazing work. I mean, she's a biz, been a business owner. She's got the whole thing. But I really thought about it. it was like pizza worthy she is hold my pizza worthy and then i started realizing i need to apply that scale to, to every other else. politician yeah. out there so Trump. what is what is the scale this is well i'm thinking it'd probably be like five levels of of how worthy you are to to be trusted to hold my pizza because if you can't trust somebody to hold your pizza mm-hmm. do you really want them holding your wallet no, no. i'm do you really want I them in, voting I in at like level three today it's been a bad no, that that's 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 like energy level. That's different. You than, are that's so trustworthy all over level. the map right now. <laughs> that's right. What is going on? I wasted. A, I, I spent a lot of energy at the show. See, that's I'll energy level. That. That's not. That's not. That's not pizza. That's yeah. not. That's not trustworthy no. level. These are very different things. Very, here. very different. So you got trustworthy. That's a whole different I'm scale. I'm trustworthy. I'm just tired. Let me think. If he's hold my pizza level, no. trustworthy. No, he's hey, not. Would I he booked hold a really good pizza? Airbnb. He will I? hold Hang it. Hang on. Will not I eat bet, it. I, I mean, booked he will a really eat good it. Airbnb. He'll eat it. Of course, you'll eat it. Let me think. No, I would just eat part of it. Uh, okay, but how likely is he to eat it? Because there's different likely, levels. Likely, you think he's like way at the bottom. He's going to be untrustworthy to eat your pizza. Yeah. What kind okay. of pizza is it? See, <gasps> these are asking way too many questions. Okay, he's going to eat the pizza. Yeah. And what about uh, what about Mordecai? He, Mordecai? He's like fifty fifty. He's fi- yes. He's he on. He's a wild card. And what about me? I can't trust you. Yeah. No, nah, you'll hold the pizza. You will not hold that pizza. Oh, so you, you guys it, are wrong. You, you like hold seven, it in, the, in your hand and then into your mouth. I give you like seven minutes. Here's maybe the thing. four. Um, if it is it an issue? Have you made an issue? Like, are you trustworthy to hold my pizza? Hold this pizza. I will guard that pizza with my life. Absolutely. Mm. If it's just to hold my pizza, yeah, I'm gonna eat it. You see the difference there? I see the difference, but Kinda. still, yeah. yeah if tr- you if you're just like, hey, hold my pizza, whatever, I'm gonna be like. I mean, I'll be, I'll hold it there for a minute, and then I'm like, okay, see, I don't want to be holding this pizza, and I also want to be the eating pizza. the pizza. I solve two problems. Yes, I no longer have to hold the pizza, and I get to eat the pizza. It is but awkward it, on 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 video, right? What's holding that? Pizza, holding pizza is awkward on video, so you need to get rid of it. Well, on video or just normal. If I'm just standing on the street and you're like, "Hey, hold this while I run in the restroom," or I got to run down the street or anything like that. So, but that, if you say, "Doc, I need your help holding this pizza." Mm. I need you to like, hold this pizza, buddy. It's like burying the body. Hold the, it. Okay. I'm the guy you call you in the middle okay. of the night. I'll give and you say, that. I yes. need help. Okay. So you yes. specify don't eat the pizza. That is irrelevant. He's, if unless you say I need your help, buddy. I need your help. You That's, see the different levels. Is, okay, I don't know I'll if I draw the distinction properly. No, you are. You are because that is true. You are the guy that I will call at midnight. Hey, if, if you need, if he's like, I need your I need help, help with this thing. No boom. questions asked. I'll Chris hold used that to pizza. call me. Too, I may carry that pizza around for twenty years and be like, I still got that pizza. I'm holding it for you. <laughs> That's like, right? Seriously, I'll give you it's that. like that. Okay, yes, yes. But if it's just that, yes. hold my pizza, it is gone. I am not. I'm not going to hold it. I'm going to eat that pizza. Whatever. So that's that's it's a trustworthy scale. So I think what I'll do is is lay so, out 
Who on the scale is that trustworthy? Ready. Okay? okay. I think mm-hmm. we, we lay out what the scale is. Before I do, though, let me tell you about Genesis 950. Such Genesis 950.com. Go to Genesis950.com and get Genesis 950, possibly the world's greatest cleaner. I think so. It comes concentrated, but it works on multi-surfaces. It works on your clothes and carpeting and floors. You could use baseboards, your cabinets, your countertops. You can clean all those things. What were your pet peeves? You can use it on. So wonderful. I just wish they would have told me about this a couple of years ago when I had that effing dog. That's what they should call it. This is the anti-effing dog. Oh. Or effing cat, because I bet a lot of you have an effing cat. odor. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of the anti epidemic doggy cat because I don't care if they're in the house. Yeah. If I can't smell them, they're not whizzing all over. I don't have to walk them. Fine. You can lay over there in the corner. Yeah. It's not talking. Go to Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. Don't forget the promo, promo code BLAZE to get your discount. It's Genesis950.com. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning show on the radio. Uh, because HR said we had to. So it's the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, gonna lay out my pizza trustworthy politician scale here. I think this is breaking. I think this, this is. is. This is like the I, the crazy eye test. Right. This is a new. This is a new way. Yes. So you, yes. you're coming down to your primary. Some states have already had them. You got the general election this mm-hmm. fall. Yep. And you go in and you're ready to pull that lever and you ask how trustworthy are they? And what type of trust are you looking for? Mm. You're talking people that you know you could trust to stick to what they told you, what their website is, what their issues are, what they campaigned what on. What they believe. Will you trust them? Are they trustworthy? Got it. And you go, yeah, watch my kids, whatever. But I think hold my pizza and not eat it is a hell of a scale because that's something we can all relate to. So I have laid out, and this is this is new. This scale could evolve. We could um, transition it to include or disclude some other things okay. in the future. But off the top of my head, I'm I'm seeing five levels of trustworthiness. Okay, and you have at the top of the level. Number one, the most trustworthy, and then it goes down. So level one at the top, hold my pizza trustworthy. You will absolutely get your pizza back. Okay. Laverne, a perfect example. Laverne, hold my pizza. Got it. You come back a couple of hours, maybe a day. Here's your pizza, Doc. Mm -hmm. I protected it. Not only did I not eat it, I fended off all. No, 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 no. That's Doc's pizza. Fended off you. Fended off the Mm -hmm. Doc Thompson's. No, that's Doc's Pizza. Protecting that pizza. That's how trustworthy. Does that's that how, include Hawaiian pizza? It includes all pizza, uh. whatever it is. That is her commitment. That is her passion to protecting your pizza. I mean, it's it's ideological and they stick to their guns. Yes. That's there. the ultimate level. Now, this may be an unobtainable goal in D.C. An unobtainable standard right in now? D.C. Yes. <laughs> the closest we could get to, to the, people 
who and, and by the way, as I give examples mm-hmm. of politicians, mm-hmm. I'm going to use all Republicans. Okay, got it. Because there's you get down the list. I mean, you could just go every Democrat, every progressive, just all, them in, all together. The last two, <laughs> except Chef Patrick, <laughs> right? So I'll use all Republicans here. All right, top level. I don't know if it's truly obtainable. Okay. It's it's almost mythical got it got it it's it's almost the loch ness monster scale it's the unicorn mm-hmm, level mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right i would say justin amash mm, yes right? oh yes dave bratt he's waffled a bit but he's up there jim jordan so you got justin yeah. amash from michigan mm-hmm. you got uh, dave bratt from virginia, virginia jim jordan from ohio ohio huge over on the Senate side, if you're looking DC, okay, uh, Mike Lee, Rand Paul, probably. Mike Lee, I'll take Mike Lee over Rand Paul for Mike sure. Mike Lee, <laughs> even closer. Rand is a step down or a slight. I'm notch. scared of Rand. Uh, Rand to do like the whole libertarian chicken. But oh yeah, but, but see, this isn't about what their values. are. I know, are. but I'm scared. Is, I'm scared about that. I'm like, it's I a know. Unpredictable. Again, this is that they are trustworthy. Okay, that, that based on who they are, what they say, how that they win. On your behalf, will act accordingly. Okay. That if Rand said, I will hold your pizza, Doc, that I will get my pizza back intact. Okay. So, likely. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some others on the list that are kind of newcomers you don't know as, or, or lesser known people, first of all. You got Tom McClintock of California, Scott Perry, Dana Rohrbacher of one California. More time, one more time, sorry. Dana Rohrbacher okay. of California. I don't think you're Mark that, right? Sanford of South Carolina. Um, I mean, you may not want to trust him with your Latina girlfriend on the Appalachian Trail. Hell. But, <laughs> but pizza, he's going to hold that pizza for you. I mean, they're likely to, and you don't know them as well. They may have some fails. I haven't studied them as much as I know, like a Dave Brad or a Jim mm-hmm. Jordan. But at first glance, yeah, they're probably. There's some newcomers to the list. They've only been in a, you know, a term or mm-hmm. so. Uh, Andy Briggs from Arizona, Warren Davidson from Ohio, Debbie Lesko, she's only been in a short while from Arizona, uh, Ted Budd from North Carolina, Tom Garrett from Virginia. These are people who probably will be on that trustworthy top list if it is truly obtainable. Again, maybe it's not, Mm -hmm. but they're as high as you get. Now, that brings us to the second level. One tier down from that top level hold my pizza trustworthy. Got it. At this level, there's a pretty good chance you're getting your pizza back. It's so pretty it's good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. It's it's likely you're going to get it back, but there are some failures. Okay. You know. Okay. Would hunger be a factor? Um, well, here's the thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. At this level, the rare time you don't get your pizza back, the failures are almost always accompanied by an excuse. Real or made up. Made it up. could be a true excuse. It, they, mm. Their hands were tied. It was a lesser of two evils. Being tardy. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they're just making excuses. But the excuses will be like, I've been working so hard for my constituents and I just need a little sustenance mm-hmm. there. I didn't have a chance to eat because I'm working. I low blood sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the type of cats. Usually doing well once mm. in a while. This would be your Mark Meadows from North Carolina, your okay. Andy Harris from uh, Maryland, your Ted Cruz from Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to go ahead and support yeah, no, Trump. I, you know what I mean? I agree with that. There's an excuse. I didn't want to. I didn't want to, I but, hey. the, but 
you're usually going to get it back, mm-hmm, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say your vice president, Mike Pence, at this uh, level as well. Okay, I'll give you that. Right, again, yes. good guys, usually doing what's yeah, right, but, but you know, whatever. That's level two. Okay. Which brings us to level three out of five. Whoa. This is your Mordecai level we mentioned earlier. Yes, 50-50. Your 50-50 chance. It's a crapshoot. You never you, know which way it's going to go. You may get it, you may not. It is at this level, your 50-50 on the pizza, hold my pizza worthy politician scale. Mm-hmm. It is at this level where they may not only eat your pizza, but they find a way when they do to blame you. Oh, you or may to, me or eat to charge this you pizza. for it. That happens mm-hmm. sometimes too, but they blame you, you for it. You made me eat this pizza. It's but it's like this. It's um, to keep the focus on you mm-hmm. and to shift the blame off of them, they say things like, Chris, yes, um, I feel horrible about your pizza loss. Oh, yes. See, yes, I was I was yes. holding your pizza yes, and I were, ate it. And I gave it to you. It's not my... I feel bad about your pizza loss. My pizza loss? Yes, it's your yes, pizza I loss. My, I, I lost, didn't eat it. I mean, I ate it, but that's it's your pizza loss. Yes. See, that's how it's... Are or you, maybe... Um, Chris, I'm sorry to say that you have achieved a pizza deficit. Whoa, but... Or they I, do other political speak like maybe a positive pizza shortfall. They try to clean it up. Chris, you've got a positive pizza shortfall. You put me back in D.C. You let, vote for me again. And I get We're gonna see, pizza? And we'll see if we can okay. get you more pizza. Okay. I mean, because occasionally there is collateral pizza damage. Yes. You know, stuff like this. Um Yes, there was some underperforming pizza monitoring on my mm-hmm. part. That has happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry for your pizza loss. Send me back to DC. You see what I'm saying? It's it was getting cold. We had to do something with it. We didn't want to waste it while it was warm. Well, those are the excuses that come mm. with that. This is more about them, them. at this level. Yes. You got your Thad Cochran's. Oh, that's way too much, but okay. I'll you, give got you, your, that. you got your Rick Santorum's Oof. at this level. That's who's at this level. Thank God you said Doc's pizza level because mm. I'm, you're giving them way too much credit. But okay. It's 50-50. Okay, okay I'll give you that. <clears throat> no, Thad's been about 50-50. You think so? Yeah, and, and he is, all, and Rick Santorum, all about the spin. Of, there's an that, excuse. They spin, yes. Spin, and it's your fault. Yes. Now, yes. moving down one level, you level get to four. level four. Okay. Even worse, right? <laughs> mm. At this level, level four, you will probably not Get your pizza back. Really? Uh, th- at, level four? Th- at level four. Okay. You can. It is rare. Occasionally it happens. They'll surprise you now and then. Okay. Really? He they did, did the right thing? Okay. Wow, that's okay. so unheard of. Usually you get your pizza back right before the election. Oh. Something that's promised right before the election. Like the holding <clears throat> the carrot and the stick, you know? Right, exactly. It. Right after they get elected, elected, you, you are not getting that pizza no back. Pizza back. <laughs> the whole time. Hmm. They get closer to the re-election. Hey, 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 hey your I pizza. get your pizza now yeah, and then. Right I have it for you. It's fine. Mm, I get, they're okay. a little more trustworthy okay. there. But at this level, at level four, you will probably not get it back. Every once in a while, they'll surprise you. Um, usually at this level, it's accompanied by... Ignorance, feigned okay. ignorance. Hmm. I need my this is the what pizza level? Hmm. This is the I didn't see any pizza. Oh, you left pizza with me. I did not see Ignorant. any pizza. This is they deny the whole damn thing. Yeah. Remember, hmm. level three was I'm sorry for your pizza. It's your you fault. fault. This level is what, what pizza? pizza? I didn't see any pizza, and you're like, uh, you've got sauce on your face. 
You mm. have that post-pizza consumption euphoric look. And I gave it to you. And I gave it to you. And on video, the box is empty. And they're like, I just I do, do not, not remember any pizza. There was no pizza. Uh, I did not have pizza with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. The outright denial. denial. I have no clue what's going on. Deny, deny, deny. It is also mm. at this level that... Sometimes they don't eat your pizza. They will sell your pizza for some oh, sort of gain. Oh, I think. See what I'm saying? But yes. that's capitalism. I may have eaten it. Yeah, but not with a politician. No. That's not what we're talking no. about here. It's not. They'll sell your pizza to do some sort of bidding for something mm. else. They're wheeling and dealing. This, do you have any examples of these people? Eric Cantor, John <laughs> Boehner. Paul Ryan, Marco Rubio, George H. George H. W. Bush. Is there someone Mike, that represents hold on, hold the pineapple Mike Huckabee. Mike mm-hmm. Huckabee. This is the pe- the people. These are the party boys. Yeah. These are the party boys who deny not, that they had the pizza deny. in the first place. Will sell your pizza. They're going to do whatever your pizza they want. They'll rub it over their body. They'll give it to their mistress. They'll do whatever the hell they want and deny it. And you can take this to the bank. You are probably not going to get your pizza. No, back. that one, that one. Right. Is, and it's you really don't funny. want it back if you get it back. It's funny because uh, I was expecting Rubio to be a little bit higher on that list, but thank God you got him in there. No, no, Rubio, <laughs> he, you are not getting your pizza. <laughs> you, he campaigned against illegals. Yes, and, and got in there. That was that was his campaign issue. His platform. That was, what? That, was that was his entire damn platform. platform. I will hold your illegal pizza. Yes. And then ate your illegal pizza. Yes. That's it. He campaigned on, I'm going to run for president. I'm not going to run for Senate or whatever. Well, I'm hold not going to get elected president. Minute, can I still get back in can the I get Senate in? Can race? I get in? Can I get in? Yeah. Eric Cantor, John oh. Boehner, please. Oh, by the way, since John Boehner's out now. Yeah. Oh, now he'll tell you all about the yes. truth about the pizza. Oh, yeah. yes. Now he'll, oh, of course I ate that pizza oh, back in the day. Oh, I, I had to eat I it. I knew about it. What are you talking Brazen. about? But at the time, he was, what pizza? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm negotiating with Obama, but pizza? pizza I didn't see any pizza. pizza. You got the Paul Ryan. I'm going <clears> to <throat> leave. Exactly. Uh, we need but I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait until I leave. You know, I got to get that, that money, you know? Right. I stay out of politics, but you know we we knew the John Boehner thing when he did the Britney Spears commercial. Come on, right? Okay, level five. This brings us to the final level. Oh, okay, I'm ready. This is the lowest level. You are not getting your pizza back. And again, this is the politician trustworthy. Hold my pizza. So scale. on the fourth level, I You're might. Probably, I might. Yeah, there's a, once in a while you get once close to I the campaign. Right. Number five, you I are not, not getting, getting your pizza. I back. lost that pizza. You are not getting your back. And here's what's bizarre about it. Okay. It shifts. Remember, three, it was, mm, I'm sorry for your pizza your loss. Your pizza loss. Two, it was excuses. excuses. A couple excuses. Yes. Sorry for your pizza loss. Three, it's your fault. Yes. Four, what pizza? I don't Five, see no pizza. it goes full back and they're brazen. Yeah, I ate your pizza. Oh. They're transparent about it. Right? Hi, your pizza, what you, you are not about getting, it. Exactly. You're not getting it back. Why they should you have the whole a, pizza? They wear it as a badge of mm-hmm. honor. You're not getting your pizza back, and it's a litany of reasons that they tell you as part of their platform. You know why I'm not giving it to you? Even though I told you? Mm-hmm. How dare you have so much pizza when no, but look at how Nobody many people don't have it. pizza. Hey, uh, you've got to give up some of your pizza if someone else needs a slice. The Venezuela style pizza. There is that, right. Then, the Venezuela pizza. Then there's the. Does anybody need a pizza with so many slices? A oh, high capacity oh. pizza? 
Remember, these are all Republicans we're yeah. talking about yeah. on this pizza scale. Because I Democrats, that would be all of them, right? <laughs> but there are Republicans like this, mm. right? That pizza wasn't good for you. Nobody deserves that. You got to give up. High capacity Too pizza. Many. All of these. And damn it, I took it. By the way, I didn't even eat it. I just threw it on the ground and stepped on it mm. because you don't deserve that pizza. This is where your John Kasichs come in. Your Susan Collins. Your Pete Kings, your Lindsey Grahams, your John McCain's, your Jebs, your Jebs, and your George W. Bushes. But you you know they're not going to give the pizza back. Hold on. George H.W. Bush was four. That's what I said. He's the, what pizza? What are you talking about? Read my lips. No new taxes. I raise taxes. taxes. Whatever. His sons, Jeb and George W. Bush, uh, they're like... Uh, I'm a free market guy, but I went ahead and passed TARP. I went ahead and signed that. <laughs> right? Jeb, uh, we've just got to let the illegals be here, you right? They're wearing it as a badge of honor, even though they know that's not what they should do and mm-hmm. often have campaigned on. So they're brazen about it. You also throw Chris Christie in the mix, mm. although I wouldn't trust him for other reasons. On this. Are you sure? Chris Christie fails the political pizza trustworthy scale. Yeah. And he also just fails the hold my pizza Well, he scale. also likes the M&M's on a bigger box and a little box. Sometimes so. he'll take a small pizza yes. and pour it into on top a, of a bigger, a bigger pizza, pizza and then s- in the box or whatever. Got so it, got he it, fails got at this for a couple of different yes, reasons. Yes. So that's uh, that's the basic scale. Do I have the framework you do have the of framework. a solid yes. whether or not you could trust a politician's yes. scale? I think we could put this on the printers <clears throat> and send this. Print it up there? And put it out there for the uh, pollsters okay. all for right. midterm elections. All right, good. I good. want this on all walls, pizza scales. Now, I may have mentioned a couple politicians in here. You're like, Doc, you don't know enough about them. You're, it's true. Yeah. Like I said, some of these congressmen, I'm just going by you know, my limited knowledge. The newcomers. Knowledge. Right, maybe you're saying you got to bump them up or down a little bit. That's fine. Take the basic framework and see if I got something. And then I think, generally speaking, I got most of the politicians in the right place. I think I got them at the right level on the scale in so. a general yeah. way. You know, I mean, Susan Collins just leads with, "I'm you don't need a high capacity pizza. Loved her on Facts of Life as Edna Garrett. Loved her. And John Kasich, you start, Pete King. The congressman from New York, mm-hmm. he is absolutely, I'm a congressman. I can do whatever the hell I want. Mm-hmm. And you know, newcomer Republicans uh, join the party. It's all right. I mean, he's just brazen about this stuff. So I think I got a pretty good scale. Oh, I think the, the scale, I, I'm, I took notes and I am, I do not disagree with good. any of it. Good. Maybe we'll evolve this. Maybe there'll be some addendums down. We'll put it to the executive committee. But okay. I think we got to the start of something. I'll tell you this, here. the one thing you did, you made me damn hungry. No, I just want pizza, right? That's all I want. And Another way, fail by me this morning. Mordecai, I didn't bring pizza. You need to go buy pizza you or something. Pizza. Like, it's I'm going to so run by And bacon. we're going to need at least five. One for every yes, scale. Yes. One for every I scale. I tell you this, it's so easy. Pizza is right across the street. Right over there. Go get it. Plus, I'm going to need some little pizzas to pour into Put the big top, pizza. The and right pizza. on top yeah. of it. I mean, and bacon. Lots of bacon. Lots of it in mm-hmm. there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're somebody like us that just hears food and you're like, I got to have food. It's difficult to control your appetite when you're trying to eat healthy. More. Try Riduzone. Oh. Riduzone is going to give you that full feeling and boost your appetite. Here's what I'm going to say to you, Chris. Okay. Go ahead and take the Riduzone now. Take I it am. now. Okay. And by the time we get back with the pizza, you'll be able to go, nah, I'm only going to have a piece. I'm just gonna Are you going to take bit. your Riduzone? Of course. Absolutely. Am I, I going to watch you take your Riduzone? Absolutely. Because I have a feeling here, because Riduzone kind of makes me not eat anymore. Right. I have a feeling that the pizza I don't eat 
you will eat. Uh, have you seen? What did you say to me yesterday? Yeah, you kind of lost some pounds. You lost some pounds, Doc, because I'm doing what's right. Try the Riduzone. It'll work for you, too. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Riduzone.com. What, what do you want? You got full feeling, so you're not as hungry, and you boost your metabolism so you're burning more calories. Yes. Done. And you're like, oh, okay, Doc, there's a lot of science th- or a lot of uh, weight loss things out there that aren't based in science, a lot of crazy. No, no. This was actually developed at a, uh, I think it's UCLA, mm-hmm. where they came up with the idea of, of, of OEA, this something that naturally gives you that full feeling, boosts your metabolism. And they're like, how can we make a concentrated amount? They did all the tech. The good folks at Riduzone said, we can take that technology to market yes. and start a business around it and did. They got Riduzone for dogs coming out, coming called Canine Lean. I uh, like that. It works. We've had great success around here. Try it today, Riduzone.com. Don't forget the promo code. Doc. Doc. Promo code DOC at Riduzone.com. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Alrighty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the morning blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned when ordering a plain coffee at Starbucks, please order a coffee of color. That's <laughs> so true. We learned if um, if a progressive and Planet of the Apes had a baby, it would be George W. Bush. Oof. Oof. Can we say that? Oh, of course. He's white, right? Oh, yes, he is white. Yes. Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry, I forgot. We learned yes. Tom Arnold was so close oh, to being was... somewhat relevant. Doc, so he close. He was there. He's like... He they almost do... kissed it. Right. He's like, if they do three or four more seasons... I'm in. They got to bring, bring me back. They do. He's like, I'm so close. Oh, so close. it's so close. over Ooh. now. Finally, we learned that you cannot trust John McCain to hold your pizza. No, you cannot. You cannot trust... Chris Christie to hold your pizza. <laughs> and not for what you think. That's right. <laughs> and you cannot trust Lindsey Graham to hold your pizza, although that's a euphemism. Chris <laughs> Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? I learned Starbucks says, let's close down 8,000 stores unless you're a satellite store. Yeah, satellite stores are cool. That's yes, fine. Yes, yes. Um, if a rainbow in a bad outfit had a baby, that would be Glenn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's true. If yeah. a wet dog and a white chalk had a baby, that would be Doc. And a white what? Chalk. You blend. There's something there. Wet when dog, because I smell you. like wet dog? Yes. That's okay. I'll yes. give you that. I'll give, give you that. That's pretty good. <laughs> Jeff Patrick, what, if anything, did you learn today? If you don't bring the Mojo 5.0, or at least a 4.0, don't bother coming on the show. Do not. Do not. Do it's not, not bother. You're going to be there, yeah, because you're at like a like a two and a half. I'm maybe you're a like 2.7, two point something yeah, like, like 2. that. 2.6, I think. Neil, mm. spin of the dials, radio style, Dallas, Texas, Mercury Studios. What, if anything, did you learn today? This morning, Doc, I learned that the morning blaze can turn even pizza into a teachable moment. Thank you. That's not that big of a stretch. Pizza Thank is you. always a teachable yes, moment. Yes. Ah, 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 mm-hmm. Burn, burn, burn. Yes, There's yes. so many teachable it's a pie moments. too. Yeah, some of us have to relearn things from pizza constantly. Yes. Like, and ah, it's ah, ah, burn, burn. Because I just want to eat it. Too hot, too hot, Just wait. I can't wait. That's right. I always learn the hard way. Chris Cruz, what if anything did? The listeners learn today. Can tweet now. I want pizza now. Now I want pizza. Coop tweet now. Now I want some pizza. Now I want some pizza now. I know, right? Kristen tweet now what I learned today. Don't trust John Casey with a knife. I mean, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. Kristen tweeted out what I learned today. Don't trust John Kasich with a pizza. He'll eat it with a knife and fork. 
Oh, that's right. Did he, did he did that. That was him, wasn't it? What a douche. Even as Apollo. Okay, here it is. Was it the big salt shaker that Trump had? That's right, the big salt shaker. No, here it is. Do not put on hats. No. Do not eat pizza. I mean, especially in New York. But yes. do not eat it with a knife and fork. No. Why would you do it? You, you think he's doing that at home? No. Or maybe he is. Maybe he's that douchey. He's that douchey? Could be. Mm-hmm. If not, then you're just faking it. Yes. Anyway. Uh, you also have not Steve Cannon. Leave it to Doc Thompson to turn a potential I want pizza ran into a teachable moment. I really just wanted to talk about it. I know, it. I know. That's really, that's, that's all it was. Yes, yes. I did not get to the new numbers on oh. procrastination. Maybe some sort of pizza scale for that tomorrow. Oh. Uh, we'll do them tomorrow. What else do we have coming Sarah up? Sarah Zine, you're on vacation. So. I'm on vacay for a Bye. couple of days. Sarah will be in, and uh, we'll hear from some of the other usual suspects yes. while she's in. Uh, enjoy that. What does Glenn have coming up? He's talking up? to Charlie. Oh, good. I don't know who that is. Could be Charlie. Anybody. Charlie? What's he wearing today? He's wearing a pizza. Oh, okay. That's, he heard about the scale. Yeah. All right, remember the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are. Anya, now you go home. Uh, Mordecai's promo really sucked, by the way. Just throw that out there. <laughs> really was horrible done. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network.